space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of M-Class Podcast. I'm I'm Jeff. I'm the music man, Josh. Oh, we used to say our last names, but fuck it. Dude, Not we're anymore. Where's Jeff and Josh, man? We don't. There's no last names in the future. There's no last names in the future. Like a Wharf, Data, yeah, Spock. Uh, yeah. Um, Uhura. That does, yeah. You can't even blame that on it being like a fucking spaceman thing. Uhura's <laughs> from Earth. What is her last name? Nyota? Her first name is Nyota, according oh, to like last. supplementary material and now the new movies. Oh, that's right. Those fucking pieces of trash. Yeah, officially, she never had a first name. Yeah, ever. I thought she was just supposed to have that. Like she, she was, was she was like Prince or Cher. Yeah, she was Uhura, but cooler. I a, said a it. million times cooler. Fight me, Prince is dead. Who cares? Oh, uh, <laughs> too yeah. soon, maybe. I don't know how people feel about that shit. They loved him. He was good. But he's no Uhura. No, he didn't go to fucking space, did I never he? saw him do a fan dance, that's for fucking sure. He probably did. He probably did, actually. <laughs> that dude was sexy as hell, he did a fan dance. Oh, you know it. And he would've, he, he would've, like, distracted those guys just as much as Uhura if he did yeah. a fan dance. It's gonna be a little loud here today, because my windows are open, because it's hot. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty cold here, and I'm like only like a state away? What the well, fuck? Well, my, my apartment gets hot, so I keep the windows up. This is fucking boring. Nobody wants to know about this Everybody shit. cares. <laughs> Everyone cares. Nah, fucking, it gets hot up here. It's like an attic, Boring. Basically. On this episode of M-Class Podcast, we're gonna talk about... Uh, we're talking about HVAC, heating, yeah. and ventilation. If you need new HVAC in your home, contact us at 1-800-M-CLASS. M-CLASS HVAC. On this episode of M-CLASS Podcast, we're going to be talking about Star Trek Insurrection. That's the ninth one. We This is the ninth episode of our podcast, coincidentally. Oh, shit. How did that work out that way? I don't know. It all just lines up magically. Super weird. Some some facts about this film. <laughs> Let's read them. Is it was released in the year 1998. What a great year. That was I was a sophomore in high school. Didn't Independence Day come out that year? I think 96 was Independence Day. Oh, uh, what was 98? Something uh something? Barbie Girl came out on the yeah. radio. Yeah. That might have been 97. Aqua's ba- Barbie Girl. That was might might have been 97. Um this The was- Dip by Freak Nasty maybe. That was also I th- 97. I think that was 97, yeah. Shit! What happened? Dude, Nin- nothing happened in 97. Don't try to school me on the dip. I'm just Dude, fucking I, saying. We, fuck, I love the dip. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, it's directed by Jonathan Frakes, and he actually does a really good job yeah. with his directing duties. Yeah, he's a, he's a solid director. Yeah. Always. Uh, written by Michael Piller, and Rick Berman has writing credit again, even though I'm sure he didn't do jack shit. Yeah, um... This is when we're going to see a marked decline. <laughs> yeah, it's all downhill from here. Like It really is. It's actually all downhill from the last movie. The last movie was the top of the hill. Yeah. And it just goes careening down on this motherfucker. We're on the roller coaster ride now of downwardness. Did you know 
Uh oh, John Larroquette fact. John Larroquette fact. It's a This movie had a budget of fifty-eight million dollars, and it made one hundred and twelve point six million. That's pretty good. So this is actually a fairly successful movie. Yeah, I think this was right in the coattails of uh, the last the last one, though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> I think that critics like, did not like this movie. It, it has, has a 6.4 on IMDb, which isn't terrible. No, it's like 55% on Rotten Tomatoes or something. That's about right. I would give it a 55%. Yeah, that's, that seems perfectly correct it's to me. fairly reasonable. Uh, <clears throat> the movie itself, I'm going to spoiler everybody. Oh, not, I'm not a big fan of. Not a big fan of this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's not... Uh, this is your most hated, isn't it? The most hated TNG film for you? This one I like the least. Yeah, I like Nemesis far less than this. Uh, yeah, I, 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 well, we get, we'll get there when we talk about Nemesis. Yes. But I feel like Nemesis has, like, some redeeming qualities. This has, like, limited redeeming qualities. Ooh, I don't know if I agree with that, Josh. I will, dude. <laughs> Differing know. opinions on a podcast. Unheard of. Who would listen to such a thing? They're gonna fl- they're gonna run away from us now. Uh, nobody listens to this anyway. Um, they already did. They preemptively ran away from us <laughs> before we made the first episode. They were already running away. <laughs> so this movie takes place during the Dominion War. Yes, because that it's the. It's like the second to last season of DS9. Yeah. There's some there's some DS9 tidbits in this movie. Yeah, Worf shows up and uh, never explains why he, yeah. he's there. No one yeah. gives him a chance. Well, he starts to explain it and Picard's like, shut up, Mr. Worf. I have to fucking be a diplomat. Fuck you. Worf's like, yes, sir. I'll just go. I guess I work here now. <laughs> I guess this is my new home. I hope that they take me back to my wife soon. Oh, God. She's probably like, where are you, Worf? <laughs> There's some spoilers related to that I was thinking about the whole time. Oh, fuck them, dude. They got We'll get there. But they'll see it. If they didn't, they need to watch it. Yeah. If you haven't seen DS9, you should absolutely watch it. Yeah. But, um... Anyway, the planet opens up on uh, the white privilege planet. Yeah, it's fucking... Uh, the Aryan wet dream world. Diverselessness. Yeah, the, well, the there's, di- there's diversity in that some people have brown hair. Right, they're not all blonde, blue-eyed. That's pretty diverse. But there's a brown-haired person every now and then. Once in a blue moon. It's like... <laughs> It's like the fucking... No uh, redheads, either. It's the cast of Beverly Hills 90210, The Planet. Yeah. Dude. Oh, my God. That's perfect. <laughs> it's just I everybody's dressed in, like, late 90s fucking farmer fashion. I don't even know what to call it. Future farmers. It's yeah. That future, it's that Star Trek future farmer thing that they love to do. Because like, it's easy to make that stuff. They're, like, fucking hanging out on their planet just farming... And having a good old time being off. white as fuck. Making pottery and shit, whatever yeah. the fuck white people do. <laughs> Fucking leaving angry Yelp reviews. <laughs> and Buying asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we see that the Federation is studying them via like 
uh, yeah. holographic and infrared technology. Like in that episode of TNG, where they go to that proto-Vulcan planet. Yeah. And they, it's the, the same. Mintakens? The Mintakens. Great yeah. work. Great job. <laughs> that was a pat on the ass for anybody who couldn't that see was, That visual. was an internet ass pat. Good game. Good game. <laughs> Yeah, the Min- it's exactly like the Mintakens, and everything yeah. happens exactly like the Mintakens. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which, like, they should have just made that the movie. I'd yeah. watch the fuck out of that movie. That would have been that would have been better. Even if they just remade it, I'd be like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, this whole movie is basically an extended Star Trek uh, season two TNG episode. This is this is an episode of the show. Yeah, this is yeah. not this does not deserve its own movie, but. The one thing I noted in my notes here is that they play, like, evil music. Like, the the soundtrack during the scene when the Federation appears is, like, nefarious as fuck. Yeah, it's ominous. Because, and like, it's th- kind of creepy what they're doing, right? Yeah. Even Even if they're not, like, well, which we find out later. But even if they're not, like, knowledgeable of warp drive, like, that's pretty violating... You know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's it, like studying a primitive culture or whatever. Yeah, it's like, like we've well, done it's it throughout one, all of history, but it's right. just, there's an element of creepiness to it. It's one thing though to like put the makeup on and surgically alter yourself and kind of send two people. It's another thing to like hollow out a fucking mountain in the middle of the night and like beam a bunch of fucking cloaked people down. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. It is. Yeah. But it's like, this whole movie paints a very, very nefarious picture of the Federation. Yeah, it, that's that's a part I kind of don't mind about this movie, though, because, like, the Federation, like, I think there's a line that the, the bad guy uh, says, uh, what, I forget his Ruafo. name. Ruafo. Ruafo, yeah, played Ruafo. by F. Murray Abraham. That guy, he's in uh, everything. Oh, wow. Uh, Good job, dude. Yeah, he uh, like he says like oh the federation like they everyone smells blood on the federation like the Dominion war is going yeah. pretty bad. The Borg just attacked. Yeah. Like, side note though, like how does being living longer help the federation whatsoever? Like lasers still kill you. Well, it would give everyone. It would give the federation like uh, an edge, right? Like everyone would want that, so they'd have to deal with the federation. Kind of like, have, like he says, like it's like oil. Like everyone who has the oil is going to deal with the people with the oil. I guess it's like that undermines the ideal of the Federation in right. general. Like yeah. really heavily, though. That like they fall prey to the same like gotta have the oil mindset that like primitive people fell prey to. Yeah, there's a lot of that in like later Star Trek stuff where people are no longer like evolved beyond petty human shit. Uh-huh. We are like even more petty human shit. Yeah. It kind of um, wraps it's, it wraps around again. I don't I don't know. Like, sometimes I'm cool with it. Sometimes it works fine. It, like I had a discussion with somebody earlier, and it's like when it's small groups, like a pocket of the Federation. That's like we're gonna be petty fuckheads or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're the ones that are doing all this shit. That's cool. But when the entire Federation is like, yeah, just fucking gas those fucking Baku. Who cares? Get rid of them. Yeah. It- <laughs> I guess like the thought. I'm not. I feel like I'm make, already making excuses. Don't for take this up movie. for this film. <laughs> I guess the thought is that since it's like hidden inside of this nebula, that like they don't know what's going on or something. Maybe like, it's it's a weird. It's it's kind of a lame movie excuse, honestly. Yeah, but I'm like, what's his face, Admiral. 
uh, Admiral from uh, what's it called? Admiral from the Matrix. Guy yeah. from the Matrix. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> Admiral Matrix. Admiral Matrix. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, look Hold his on. name up so I don't seem like as much of an idiot as I am right now. Anyway, uh, I can't find him. <laughs> we are the most professional podcast. Oh my god, where the fuck is this guy? Admiral. Uh, Admiral Doherty. Uh, yeah, Admiral Doherty is, could be, for all we know, just making up that the Federation has agreed to this. That's true, too. But it's he never could... specified if he is or not. It's just at the end yeah. of the movie, Riker's like, oh, by the way, the Federation heard about this, and they have some pretty strong questions for yeah. whoever did this or whatever. It would be... It would be... It would have been better if he didn't have the authority of the Federation, honestly, and he yeah. was just going. Then then the, the title plays two ways, right? Insurrection could be because, you know, the Enterprise crew basically commits, an, like, mutiny. Yeah. And it could be because he's committing uh, insurrection also. And there's always talk about characters being out of character in some of yeah. these films, which is true. Yeah. But the Federation itself has a characterization that needs to be, like, yes. solid. And this movie throws that out entirely so that our heroes can go rogue and be yeah. rebels. It's like they got this idea in their head with like um, it being youthful rebellion, and they kind of and they beat the shit out of that. Like they yeah. beat that horse hard, and it's like they don't have to fucking like act like morons. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like they the, make a big scene of like Picard taking his pips off and all that stuff, yeah. and that's visually interesting. But it it just makes the Federation out to be monsters, right? And yeah. I'm sure they felt like they needed to do something similar to the earlier films where, like, Kirk disobeys orders and goes to save Spock. Or, yeah. That's, well, that's uh, they go these... to save Kirk or whatever, but they had yeah. real good reasons for not wanting Kirk to do that shit. The right. Federation did. And right. this, they're just like, well, we want that fucking radiation, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, like, Star Trek does that fucking uh, George lucas echo repeating poetry thing they do that yeah. as much as star wars does it's like poetry every it's line like poetry the next yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and and they do that a little bit um in the next two movies or the next movie especially it's like oh this is this again yeah <laughs> and it's and it's okay and that's all fi- that's fine but like it can be done well and right. it can be done badly which it was yeah it can be done better <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know man like i don't know this uh i don't know it's going to be hard staying on the plot of this movie because the plot is, like, actually really boring. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a plot we've seen in pieces in other Star Trek stuff, like, yeah. a billion times. Yeah. But, I think you're supposed to be shocked when Data, like, is, like, in the suit and he's, like, rampaging through this town. And, like, you're supposed to be like, what the fuck? Like, you're supposed to think he's, like, malfunctioning or something because he's got yeah. a fucked up neck. I don't know. Dude, there's some like rules for data that get introduced into this that are never mentioned before or after. Like, like, like what? If he's <laughs> if he's harmed, his morality subroutines take over 100 percent so that no one can take control of his brain or whatever. But oh, guess right. how many times that happened? Right in TNG, always. <laughs> like his morality subroutines never took over when he got hurt ever. Yeah, I don't know why that's that would be a thing. That's I don't know nitpicking. why that. Yeah, what would that matter? <laughs> I'm like nitpicking shit, but nah, man, that's what we do here, man. That is the podcast. <laughs> yeah, 
You have to. That's Where what... were we? Yeah, Data like rampages, right? And they're yeah. just firing phasers at him. They're just like <laughs> there's like fifty invisible suit wearing Federation officers running through this fucking hamlet, like and they're just fucking shit and like they're like getting running into fruit carts. It's like a yeah. it's like a it's like a fucking police chase, but like against a, a robot. And the thing is, right, they blame all this shit on Data. Like, oh no, they find out they found out about us because of Data. Data yeah. wasn't firing a phaser. You right. were. Yeah, they fire like a phaser like within like twenty feet of those kids. Like, yeah, they almost hit them twice. Yeah, like I hope that shit's on stun, man. <laughs> oh I don't know what a, even a stun would do to a kid. I, who knows? Stun might kill him for all we yeah, know. You hit him in the head or something, they're gonna die from that. Jesus. <laughs> But like data goes goes crazy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. in in the exact manner which will show the Baku that the Federation is there. And we're not as an audience are not supposed to put one and one together right. and figure out what's happening with him. Right. But he shoots a mountain and the Federation appears and <laughs> there's there's a scene that would have been really hilarious to me. Uh-huh. Is like they come to the window and look at the Baku, and the Baku look at them, which is funny in general that they're all just kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're seen. But if like one of them would have waved a little bit, that would have been great. <laughs> that would be really fucking, and that's funny as shit. I'm, man. I'm writing a fucking comedy movie. They're trying to be <laughs> dude. Serious. This movie is a fucking comedy. There's movie. There's a lot of jokes in this movie. There's a fucking million jokes in this movie, <laughs> and like, Worf shows up. Yeah, so they're so they're on the Enterprise, and the Enterprise is like in a different part of the wherever the fuck. Yeah, they're meeting uh, midget lizard people. Yeah, they're first contact meeting some folks, some smallies, <laughs> and they have to dance later. That's what I gathered. There has they have to remember their name, which is apparently really difficult. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the. I do like stuff like this. I wish Star Trek kind of dealt with more of this stuff, honestly. Yeah. What I hate, and I fucking mean hate, and I'm just warming up for the, the new film. <laughs> I fucking hate that bullshit that they do in the beginning of each of these new movies. I fucking hate it. What's that? That, that shit like with the little monsters in the third fucking movie. You didn't movie, like that? I fucking hate that shit. I it's li- so dumb. I liked it. I Fucking the the second movie! Oh my god! Well, we're not talking about that right now. But that Although I feel, the second movie is fucking garbage. I feel like like this is like the real Star Trek because like Star Trek's like like they're not all like swashbuckling, meeting new species. Like sometimes they have to do boring diplomatic stuff, and that's like I don't know. Like that's kind of neat to me. Like it it's is, real. It's, it's really cool to me because like. That's how we should be solving our problems. Right. Is like meeting somebody face to face and talking it out and shit. Right. You don't you don't go to their planet and like set a fucking cold fusion bomb, quote unquote. No, whatever that's the fuck that means. Dumb as fuck. Like I thought you were talking about the scene in Beyond with the I am. guys. I hate I'm that fine shit. with that. Like I like that because at least it's a, they're making a real effort for diplomacy. It turns into a dumb action scene. And then it's Which, like, a, but then it just turns into a huge joke with their that they're small, and it's like, ugh, it's like I don't understand. I'm, I, whatever, we'll get there. We'll, well get there. it's fairly soon. We'll get there fairly soon. <laughs> but the like, they're trying to fucking diplomat. 
yeah with these guys like do some diplomacy they're gonna be they're gonna be in the federation they want them in the federation yeah and because they need all the allies they can get yeah even if they only have like they can only go warp one which like right like what what are they gonna do to help you but like they're not helping you you're helping them yeah (laughs) actually you're bringing them into like a nightmare You don't even think, think of that. Of you that would think, way. well, that that would be like an interesting take, right? Like in a time of war, the Federation can't admit new members because, like, it would actually harm them. The Prime Directive works both ways, right? Yeah, it's to protect the Federation and protect the race that's joining. I didn't even think of it that way, but you're 100 percent right. Like Maybe they should just suspend brought it. in as like a resources type of thing. Yeah, maybe they're just starting the process or something. Yeah, like they're being brought in because they have like dilithium deposits maybe. that they're willing to share yeah. so that the Federation can like give them stuff in return. Right. That, maybe that it's not be. like a we're gonna put you on the front lines kind of Right. Like, Time to draft you. <laughs> Although the Dominion would go straight to their planet and fuck yeah, the them Dominion up doesn't stop care. the dilithium flow. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like the, the it's like you make them a target now and that's not good. No it's not. So I would think like I mean that's what I would do. If I was in the Federation Council, I'd be like, we can't admit any new people until this fuck's, like, shit's settled. Well, apparently, in this movie, the Federation Council is, like, straight up, like, let's fuck these guys off this planet so we can steal all their radiation. Yeah. So at least some of them seem to be uh, with that. I don't know. But they get a subspace transmission from Admiral Doherty, who's like, hey. Shannon Doherty. Admiral Shannon Doherty calls. (laughs) It says, hey, remember me from 90210? <laughs> she was on that one, right? That she was, was yeah. Yeah, I know my fucking shit. <laughs> I know it. I almost said Melrose Place, but no one knew. <laughs> Is she dead? I feel like she's dead. I don't think she's dead. Shannon Dow. Oh, my God. <laughs> this man has Google, and he ain't waiting. Shannon Do- She's. This is a different Shannon Do- Wait, what? There, there are multiples? No, this is her. Wait, whoa. What? No. Something's fucked. I fucked up. We'll look it up later. Okay, so Admiral Doherty wants Data's schematics uh, uh-huh. because Data's gone nuts. He's stolen a Sona ship. Yeah, it's like a, a super beefed up shuttlecraft. Yeah, and he's stolen that shit, and now he's like attacking anybody that gets near the planet. Yeah. Again, we're not supposed to realize why. And the, and the Baku have taken hostages of the Federation people, supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> and uh, so the, our heroes... Our heroes. The Enterprise-E crew... Yeah. Like, uh, we're, we're done fucking putting out brush fires, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the Briar Patch, ironically. And yeah. we're going to see what's up with Data. We're going to try and save the day. And I guess they just boot the fucking little people off the ship and they're just like fuck off i guess so i guess they just say like we're done here go home we'll call you <laughs> yeah, don't call us we'll call we'll you call you yeah uh but as they get closer to the planet uh wharf goes through puberty yeah they're in well they're in the nebula at this point yeah like wharf gets a big pimple he gets like a nasty pimple like a big one and everybody makes fun of him for it. 
Yeah. And then he he bops his noggin when he gets out of bed. Yeah, he wakes up late. He's like, late. He's, he's a big, like, joke in this movie. Yeah, he's a fucking <laughs> punching bag. Like, dude, I don't know why after DS9 he wanted to come back to the ship. Because they fucking haze the fuck out of him during this movie. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. like... It's like college, man. It's like he's rushing the frat, and they're they're making him do all kinds of shit. They're just beating him down, man. <laughs> I wouldn't go back to that shit, especially when I was married to Dax. Yeah. Well, you know what happens with that. Yeah, well... <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> Whoopsies. W- War fucking dies. Somebody didn't renew their contract. <laughs> uh... So they they go to the planet and they see that Data is like fl- flying his shit around, right? Yeah, and he's pew 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 and anybody that comes near the planet. So they they take a shuttlecraft, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and they like it's only Picard and Worf who takes the shuttlecraft as well. Like nobody takes a second one or yeah, there's no backup plan. Their plan is like we'll get him, and the admiral's like if you don't get him, you have to kill him. And Picard's like, all right. <laughs> Picard's like, I'll, I'll totally do that. Right. He Wink. crosses his fingers behind his back. Yeah. And, and he winks at the camera. <laughs> and the <laughs> There's a and, lot of that in this movie. Yeah, there is a lot of camera winking moments. <laughs> but they're trying to get through to Data or whatever, and uh, Data's just shooting the shit out of him. Yeah, he just like flies up and just starts shooting him. <laughs> uh, so they play music. For him, like they play some, HMS Pinafore. Yeah, and they all sing it, and it's actually pretty fun. It's pretty good. This that that's pretty decent. That because yeah. that's fucking Star Trek. Like that's TNG as shit. It really is. Like I was like, okay, this is like a TNG thing. That's cool. So they dock with him. Yeah, under like, sneak up under him, and it's a little sneaky. There's like a really funny moment where, uh, like, I've seen the movie before, but it always gets me because like. Data gets up out of his chair and starts running towards Worf, and there's this moment in your head where you're yeah. like, Worf, you can't fucking fight him. Right, you're gonna get fucked up. You're gonna get <laughs> obliterated, dude. Like, that dude is strong as shit. He Worf snapped is... the Borg's neck in half. Yeah. <laughs> Worf is just, like, pressing the button to the shut remote. him off yeah, over and over and over. <laughs> He's like, beep-boop-boop, beep-boop-boop. It's like, oh, shit. And if he finally, like, knocks him out before he gets to him. <laughs> and they take him back to the ship and run diagnostics. But Admiral Doherty's like, all right, take your android and get the fuck out. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. But Picard's like, well, no, we're going to go down to the planet's surface and get those hostages back. And Gotta Admiral get our Do- peeps back. Admiral Doherty's like, well, you got you got your 12 hours. Yeah, he's re- he's being like not so subtly a dickhead about it. Yeah, he's pretty much like, look, you got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah. But they go down to the planet and the Baku are like... They're having a fucking picnic. <laughs> yeah. The Baku, They're having a barbecue. Dude, I fucking hate the Baku. They're really, awful. They're they awful. They are preachy, holier-than-thou assholes. Yeah, they're cocksuckers. Like, they're white-ass cocksuckers, man. Like, we don't use technology because it's evil. If you put technology in your hands, you become one of them. Yeah, we don't need it. And it's like, yeah, but, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Like, yeah, you live on, like, a farming planet. Of sure. course you don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Are we going to be flying around in a fucking, like, Futurama wooden spaceship? Oh, oh but don't worry. The people with spaceships will save you. I yeah. guess I guess you don't need spaceships, huh? But but don't worry. We, we have them. We'll save you this time. 
Yeah, fuck you. Spaceships <laughs> rule. Eat my shit. Yeah. Baku. Suck a dick. The Baku are fucking terrible. Boku. Whatever the fuck. I hate them. And they're just like dickheads, right? Like, they show up and they're like, hey, you guys are holding our people hostage, right? And they're like, no, we don't have hostages. We don't, We're yeah. too evolved. We're for too that. enlightened. It's like, all right. <laughs> We we find mayonnaise to be too spicy. <laughs> oh shit! So they're my grandma. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. Yeah, I don't know. They rub me the wrong way. I too. hate them. They're and annoying. Then they fucking like Troy and Riker, right? Like Riker oh, wants yeah. some fuck. He wants it bad. Yeah, and they're Troy's, getting all horned up. Troy's like, yuck! You have a beard. Yeah, they, she kisses him and and she says, yuck. And she, like, shaves his beard off or whatever, and this is, like, a fucking hate crime. Yeah, this is, beardies. Like a, this is, like, a slap in the face, like, and it's fucking, it's fucking, it, the prophecy is held true, because the next two movies, he doesn't have a beard, and they're not good. It's it's the growing the beard. It's trope. funny that it's funny that like the beginning of this movie is actually pretty good, and then he shaves his fucking shaves beard, his beard and, it and the rest shit. of it sucks. And then Nemesis is also shit. And then yeah. they didn't make any more TNG movies. Yeah, it's fucking it's the prophecy, man. You can't, you can't live with that fucker off. You cannot not have the beard. It has to exist. Yeah, we I, fe- I felt personally attacked. <laughs> Don't sh- if we shave our beard, no one will literally listen to this. Yeah, we, it won't even be a joke anymore. Yeah. All of our podcasting power exists within our beards. That's where all my power exists. That's my that's my, my dragon's soft underbelly. <laughs> if my you fucking spot. shave my beard, it's like Samson with his hair. I just become <laughs> completely depowered. I'm like Achilles. I got an arrow in my beard. I'm dead. <laughs> Uh, anyway. The, Let's take a break. Let's take a break real oh, quick. Okay, we will take a break and we'll be right back after <laughs> these messages. Super reverse thrust. Hailing frequencies open. Scotty, we need more power. I can't hold it much longer, Captain. We're losing the kind of signal, sir. Well, what was Spock's order? His usual, Captain. The true piece combo. Okay, give me a two piece combo. I said. No, wait. Make it. Leave them up, Scotty. Status report. Most call, Captain. Almost lost the cold on that one. Captain's log, Stardate 2453.87. The crisis was averted. Our craving satisfied. The chicken was excellent. Take us out of here, Mr. Sulu. Walk back to two. And we're back. Buy that product. Get that. Do it. I don't know what that was. I actually put commercials in the last one. Did you? I put a commercial for TNG toys, action figures. Uh, man, I'll buy those. I, Dude, I have a few of them. Do um, you? I got a Riker, and I've got a Data. Man, I don't have any Star Trek figures. I've got dude. like a little model of uh, the Enterprise A. Oh, that's cool, though. And I've got, like, you know, the props and shit, like a phaser. and I don't have a phaser. 
I'm, I'm trying to... Speaking of that, I'm actually going to interrupt our podcast for a minute. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Cool, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to talk about... Uh, there is a Twitter account called No Context M Class. <laughs> uh, not run by either of us. It's run by uh, my friend, Now mm-hmm. I didn't really know him beforehand. But uh, if you if you do things to show that you like me, I'll become your friend. Yeah, that's how it works. His name's uh, Dakota... That's and a cool name. Hopefully he doesn't mind that I said that. But Oops. he <laughs> is running a uh, a cool contest for fan art for M Class Podcast. Yeah. And if you submit your fan art to uh, at no context M Class, I think it's called. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I'll look up look up the fucking rules. And tell no me. contact. Uh, no context M Class. That's it. Yeah, at no context in yeah, class. If you add that at him and like give it a nice hashtag, yeah, uh, call it uh, fucking hashtag Star Trek hashtag M class podcast. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag no context gives. There's a bunch of rules. Yeah, you'll find them on our Twitter. That's at M class podcast. Mm-hmm. If you submit your fan art, uh, two weeks. So it's April sixth is the last day for it. You can win, like, a hundred fucking dollars worth of Star Trek There are some fucking dope fucking things. I yeah. want them. <laughs> Josh is gonna enter the fan art contest. <laughs> I want that tricorder bad. Yeah, me too. That tricorder is the shit. You'll win a, a Diamonds Toy Replica Phaser, Tricorder, Communicator, and Metal Command Badge Pin. From the original series. Yeah, it's over $100 worth of shit. That uh, that pin is cool. I have a TNG. I have a Deep Space Nine pin. That's that's cool. Dude. I, that pin is cool. I can't enter the contest myself or I, I know, would. Because I, I would want too. all that shit really bad. That tricorder is the shit. Like, that's dope as fuck. Dude, I want that so fucking bad. <laughs> um, but it's awesome that he did this. Like, yeah. we didn't ask him to do it. Like, he just did it. He just came to me and was like, Hey, Jeff, is it cool if I spend, like, my hard-earned fucking money to promote your podcast? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I went, uh, I guess. I guess I can't say no. <laughs> we really fucking appreciate it. Hopefully, uh people will listen to our podcast and like enter it because yeah. if they don't i'll feel really really bad <laughs> yeah they should i mean dude you're like if you enter it you might win like that's it's yeah you should enter it yeah it doesn't it's not like the quality of your fan art it's like just how neat it is like it's not yeah. whether it's done super well it's just how neat yeah it doesn't yeah doesn't have to be now. Perfect. Back to our regularly scheduled program. We had a commercial for ourselves. That's our first ourselves commercial. Yeah. Oh shit! Holy nine episodes fuck. in. Fuck! Someone's killing a car outside of my house right now. <laughs> 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 Where the fuck were we? Um. The ah oh, fuck. Where yeah, they shaved Riker's beard, right? And then they shaved. Yeah, yeah. The. Like Picard and the Baku, including uh, Anij. Anij, yeah. Anij, who I spent the entire movie trying to figure out if she was married to the guy she lives with, with his son yeah, or not. It's, it's weird. Like, but apparently she's not. She's single. They say it later. Yeah. But the whole movie, I'm like, Picard, are you trying to break up a family right now? 
Yeah, whatever, man. These people live forever. Like, that family was doomed anyway. I guess. You, you If you're lucky, you got, like, 50 years with somebody before you start hating them. And that's the worst part about it is you just live, like, hundreds of years after you divorce in the yeah. same town. There's only 600 of you. Like, you better fucking, like, be sure, dude. Maybe people <laughs> just don't get married because of that. Yeah, maybe they just have, like, fuck parties. Maybe. I would. Yeah, like swingers. Like, key parties. Except you don't even need keys for it because nobody's married. You just go there and <laughs> they don't have cars either. So what do they got keys yeah. to? You call that a an orgy, I believe. <laughs> also, like, what's the line? Where's the line in the sand on the technology? Are they like Amish? They is don't seem like, to have any. Is it like they can have a phone, but the phone's outside? <laughs> <laughs> like the Amish do? I don't. They don't seem to have any, and they fucking. They're so holier than now about it too it's like the your friend who doesn't watch tv it's your friend who is a vegan now that's what it is yeah it's your friend that does crossfit it's your friend who did px90 one summer and it was like better than you and you're like yeah great fuck off luke it it really is you luke (laughs) it really is your vegan friend though it really is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, you eat that. You know yeah. that's bad for you, right? You know what's in it? Yeah, you, you, know, I, you know how many how many pigs die a year? I don't know, probably a lot, because they're delicious. Yeah, however many <laughs> I need to eat, that's how many yeah. die a year. How many are in the in this fucking pork right that I'm eating, this pork thing? Because I'm going to eat more of it. Maybe we could kill more of them so I can have more pork. <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> Pig genocide, man. Anyway, they go... Uh, I forget why they go out to the lake. Um, oh, they're following, like, the signal, right? They There's, like, a... They're, like, searching around trying to figure out... Where Data got fucked up at. Yeah, they figure out that Data got whacked out at some point in the day, and they ask the kid, because the kids were out doing kid stuff. And they're like, can you tell us where you saw the Day of Thunder with a robot? And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, can you just say, like, yesterday? <laughs> it was yesterday. What's a robot? Yeah, right. What the, the fuck is the Day about. of Thunder? Speak English. <laughs> Jesus. And, like, they go out to the lake or whatever, and they sense radiation. So Data, like, g- just walks underwater, and, every- and all, like, all the Baku are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, it- and, of course, there's, like, a little kid, because there always has to be one, right? Yeah, there's always a, a, a child, because that fucking stakes. kid you gotta have some sort of weird adult male small child relationship with. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he comes back, and he's like, hey, I know what the radiation is. And he drains the lake without even asking anybody. <laughs> yeah, so they have a dam, I guess. Yeah, which it, is it's technology. Like, which, like, fine, fuck it, they have a dam. And I know this is like the the Plinkett review of this talks about they they he drains the the lake and then there's like a boat and a dock. Yeah, was that underwater? Lake. Yeah, like what? Like the boat can't be underwater because they're it's a still boat. standing at the same place too. Is the thing? Yeah, like where did this lake go and how and like the ship, the cloaked ship that's under the lake, which like it's a fucking cloaked ship. Why would you put it under something? It's cloaked. Like it's hidden. Who cares? Yeah, why right? did you put it in the water anyway? Like, a shift of the water and somebody could fucking see something's yeah. wrong down there. Why didn't you just put it on, like... Put it, like, like on the, the top of the mountain or something. Put yeah, it, like, put it on the other side of the fucking planet. Yeah, but no, it's at the edge of town in the lake. Yeah. 
put it on the Arctic Circle. Like, no one's going up there. But, you know, they get in a boat or whatever, and uh, Anish gets in the boat, and she says, I'm going with you. And then she just sets her fucking dumb ass down. She doesn't yeah, she even just, pick up an oar or anything. She just, like, weighs them down slightly, because, like, now I gotta push this bitch around. I'm like, Jesus, this is definitely a fucking middle-aged white woman. You can tell. <laughs> dude, she's like, <laughs> dude, exactly. She's like these Bucks County, like, rich Bucks County white women that, like, hang around here. And it's like, lady, come on. Do me a favor. (laughs) Stop being a bitch. We're all at the grocery store waiting in line. It sucks. Get over it. Anyway. At this point, I wrote down a note. I'm barely into this movie, and I'm already tired of, we know what technology is, you fucking pigs. Right, they pull that in this movie, like, six times. And it's like, yeah, no, we got it. Yeah, I get that you used to have technology. Yeah. You said that already. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, I heard about it. <laughs> and we live perfectly with nature and know everything about everything. If you live perfectly with nature, why do you have a dam? But, oh, no, I can't swim. <laughs> oh, right. So, yeah, so they find the, the cloaked ship. Or yeah. It's, and it's like, a, it's like a fucking rectangle. Like, it's not even a ship. No, they call it a ship, but it's like a TOS ship that's just yeah. a big rectangle it's a big square yeah and they go inside and it's a perfect replica of the baku village except there's a guy with a gun in it yeah some for some reason uh, like why His was job he is there? To sit in there and wait if somebody comes here just shoot him like was he the pilot like was he <laughs> maybe i don't know but they just fucking kill him they don't even like stun him they just murder oh, they him. fucking kill him and they don't get they don't do anything about him they just no. leave him there they leave his corpse in the ship yeah like, and picard says computer in simulation and the computer is not like voice code not recognized it's like right. all right it just does it which would be a huge red flag because like yeah why would it listen to everybody that's a, a mistake. That is a rookie mistake when you're programming something. That you just yeah. allow it to be anyone can do anything to it. Yeah, because, like, what if somebody, like, just randomly said those words when they capture the Baku to put them in there? And then the, the whole their whole world comes to an end. <laughs> like, what, if what? They, what if they just said computer and then said something else afterwards? And they went, yeah, and it, like, yeah. gave them, like, a computer shirt. And it's a, it just like replicates them a shirt. It's, like if he's like, we gave up all technologies. We gave up, we gave up something like your computer, your what, your phasers, and the computer's right. like beep boop boop, and a phaser appears and it just in midair. Re- replicates a phaser. Yeah, that's dumb. It's that's not real smart. dumb. It's really not <laughs> smart. But uh, at this point, we get another shot of Riker without his beard, and goddamn, he looks rough at that age without. Oh his beard. well, first I wanted to talk about the th- the three jokes in a row. I can only remember two of okay. them. But they do the inflation device joke, which is w- fucking weird that that's a joke in this movie. It's so out of place. It's the strangest joke. It's like a. It reminds me of like a George Lucas joke. Like it's like a parody joke. Like a like a yeah. spaceballs joke. It, dude, it's like a spaceballs joke. Yeah. I, I don't get that at all. And then it cuts. I I should have written it down. I'm fucking terrible at this. I was at a party. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but then it cuts to Data and Riker, and Data sees that Riker has shaved for the first time in like ten years, and he like. He's like, uh, smooth as a baby's, or uh, android's bottom, hey, hey, da- hey, Data. And, like, they go and do something, and then they, Data's like, may I touch your face? And he, like, rubs against, like, he touches it. 
And then he shakes his head like, no, it's not smoother than an android's bottom. And it's like, oh. It's not smoother than my ass, right? That's a funny joke. And then there's a third joke. I don't remember what it is offhand. I don't either. But there's three right in a row. And it's like, guys, you got to space that shit out in a movie. Like, comedic relief needs to be, like, spaced out. Is this a comedy movie now? Yeah. Am I watching a fucking farce? Zucker's brother movie? The <laughs> Zucker's brother? <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I gotta know where the. I'm like looking it up right now. I'm opening it up. I need to know what this third joke is. Oh my god. But it's like, why did he shave his beard? Was it just because, like, Jonathan Frakes was tired of having to have a beard? So yeah. So they I, did a whole scene about it? I don't know. Like, see, that's the thing about having a beard, though, is that it's easier to have a beard than it is to not have a beard. Yeah. Once you have a beard, you realize, holy shit, I don't have to shave anymore. This yeah, is awesome. It's the shit. And shaving, like, for me, like, I hate it. My skin yeah. is so sensitive. Oh, like, yeah, right around, like, the bottom of my neck. Yes. It's and like, if I shave right there, I just bleed every single time. Dude, the, my jawline, like, it gets, like, fucking razor burn, like, crazy. Yeah. It's, it's fucking sucks. Like, like right women who lip. shave their legs, dude, like, man, you guys fucking, yeah. you're holding it down, because that shit sucks, man. Like, unbelievably impressed with all of you for yeah. that shit. Because, yeah. uh, you don't have to do it. If uh, society was like, yo, it's disgusting that you men have hairy legs, I would also be just fucking protesting that shit every Yeah, day, I would never do that. that. I would never shave my legs. Yeah, you, you ladies don't have to shave your legs if you don't want to. I understand completely. I mean, I'll wax my, my balls, my dick and balls, but I ain't shaving no legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's an android's dick, huh, Data? You got so much hair on your dick, do you? It's dick and balls. It gets, well, it gets out of control in the wintertime. It yeah. just goes everywhere. Your, your body's like, oh, no, it's cold. I got to protect these yeah. balls. I'm, like, from, like, Viking culture, so, like, it's just hair. <laughs> We're learning a lot about Josh on this episode of M-Class Podcast. Well. We're getting a, an inside look at the real Josh. We're going to do a uh, captain's chair with us one day <laughs> where we just talk about ourselves. Uh, I Nobody wants to hear saw about an me. elephant. <laughs> Did you know that elephants vibrate when you feel them, when you touch them, when they're happy? I never know what it is. You always have oh to save me on it. <laughs> Shatter's so weird. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. He's a crazy dude. Did you find the third joke? Uh, no, I got talking about shaving legs and I... Hold on. It's gonna be a six-hour-long episode this time, boys. It's hold on. You, you you even like gave me some like filler there to like fill the time. And I that's the problem it. with filler though is if it gets like interesting, you lose track of what you're doing what and you start doing. joining in. That's exactly what I just did. Now I gotta <laughs> click it. I gotta turn this volume down. It's gonna be loud as fuck. What the fuck is going on with this shit? Come on. I, I'll give you some more filler because, like I said, I spent. So much of this movie trying to figure out if Anij was actually married to the guy or not. Because yeah. they, they live together. Yeah. They, like, he has a son. They live together, and they uh-huh. stand next to each other the entire film. Like, I guess... Yeah, they're always they're around be- each other, and it's like, what... Like, what Like what are you doing? And Picard's, like, having, like, a romantic midnight walk. It feels like at some point in the writing of this movie... Picard was gonna like cuck the fuck out of this guy, and that was what the film was gonna be about. <laughs> like, and at some point, somebody picked up Michael Pillar's script and was like, "What the fuck, dude? We can't yeah. put this in a Star Trek movie." Yeah, 
We'll just make her not married. Oh, they do the pimple joke. That's what it is. Yeah, the pimple. They do the zit joke with Data and Picard in the transporter room. Yeah. That's what it is. Three in a row with that shit. And then, it's, it could be four in a row, because then Picard starts cha-chaing, yeah. fucking sashaying all over those goddamn quarters. And I get it's supposed to be because they're, like, young and full of energy. Yeah, they're all youthful. They're, getting they're being, like, empowered by the planet or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, it's silly. It's goofy. The cha-cha didn't bug me that much. Though. It doesn't bother me, but the, it's, it's But, Picard. like, the rapid-fireness of it is yeah, really boom, boom, poorly boom. paced. Yeah. That's a good way to describe this movie in general, is it's very poorly paced. Yeah, it's uh, it's just not constructed well. But uh, And not a lot of different, different things are happening. Like, where in the last movie, you have basically, like, three different stories going on simultaneously. You have the Enterprise, you have Data in the engineering room with the Borg, and you have On the Planet. And this is, like, there's On the Planet, and then kind of in space there's stuff happening yeah, later. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> we skipped over a couple things. Like, we mentioned before that uh, the Sona are partnering mm-hmm. up with the right, Federation. Right, 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 right. The Sona have figured out some sort of a technology to um, harvest the radiation coming from the planet's rings. It comes from the rings, right? And it has yeah. to, they have to get it from the rings, and like they kind of, it's it's not explained. Like Admiral Doherty is like, uh, it's above my intelligence level. Well, I just yeah, need to. They say like they well because like they're like, why can't the Sona just live on the planet? Like which makes, the other, yeah, they're like they're gonna die soon. They yeah, they're, yeah, they're like they need it now, and they it, they'll be dead in like yeah. fifteen years. But or he's something. like, you know, why can't you just take the radiation from the nebula around the planet, yeah. the Briar Patch? And he's like, oh well, they have to take it from the rings, and I don't really know why. Yeah, he says it has something to do with something, something, and it's like, <laughs> okay, just hand waved it. Sh- of course. Sure, hand wave it like the like the wharf being there thing. <laughs> absolutely, there's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah, it's, but yeah. the leader of the Sona is named Ruafo. Yeah, which is a really bizarre name for a villain. Like it's not, not threatening at all. Not to be confused with the. Uh, Lost Boy Rufio, and also the awesome early 2000s punk band Rufio. Uh, both better choices. Rufio than is dope. <laughs> Rufio is just dope all around. <laughs> yeah, and he bleeds from his head a lot. He's got yeah, a head he wound. like s- screams and just like spurts blood out of his yeah, head. It's disgusting. So they're dying. So like yeah. They're old as fuck, and they're just, like, super dying. They have, like, disgusting, like, skin stretched out over their face and, like, stapled to their skulls. Yeah, I feel like they were going for some kind of, like, plastic surgery commentary or something. Like Maybe. It was about that time when it was, like, getting real out of control. Yeah, and, and, like, that's, like, fine. Like, uh, like, whatever, but, like, it's it's a little in, right? Because, like, it's, it's a little Hollywood. Because it's like, people went around where I live, like, don't get fucking plastic surgery. No, like that. that's, you know a, that's I mean? a Hollywood thing. Yeah, especially in, like, the late 90s. Like, people weren't getting, like, they weren't just, like, living in the middle of nowhere being like, I'll get some Botox. Like, people weren't doing that shit. Yeah, people do that shit now. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but, uh, like, Picard just walks all night, I guess, until the sun rises. Yeah, he's just, like... I guess that's another thing, like, because when you're a kid, you can just stay up all night, and you're in love, right? And you get that feeling of, like, yeah, I can take over the world. I don't know what any of that's like. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I was never a child or happy. 
or in love. <laughs> my my wife is gonna love hearing this episode. Um, I, I mean, I didn't. Say <laughs> <laughs> uh, like. Picard sees Jordy like standing up watching a sunset. Yeah, and Jordy's like my eyes are fully regenerated. It's actually like a really touching scene. Yeah, it's really, it's really. Uh, he he pulls it off really well. Yeah, and he has like tears in his eyes as he's watching the sunrise yeah. for the first time in his life. It's really beautiful because his eyes basically just grow back inside of his fucking head. Yeah, which is fucking terrifying. It's. As long as you don't notice it happening, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but the next scene is, like, Admiral Doherty and Ruafo, like, mm-hmm. go to see Picard. And, like, Picard's like, oh, you know, we gotta we gotta do... We're gonna fucking go down to the planet. We found the hollow ship or whatever. And Doherty's like, hey, Ruafo, wait outside. I gotta talk to him. And Ruafo goes, no! Yeah, he gets fucking mad like a child. And his he just like bursts blood, and starts like Ugh. running his mouth, and then he he leaves anyway. And yeah, I guess Doherty's like, well, that's what I wanted him to do. I guess. I guess that was worth it. <laughs> and Doherty goes through the whole like exposition. He's exposition man. In the yeah, film. he's the he's the here's what's happening. And he tells all the, like, you know, there's going to be a thermolytic reaction. There's We're going to yeah. get the fucking, uh, the radiation, the... Yeah. Whatever the fuck it's called. I wrote it down. He's so got a, he's got it. a cool, like, he's got a cool, like, hundreds of years ago, oil made a bunch of, uh, what does he call them, thugs into, yeah. into world powers and warp drive made a, a bunch of thug romulans into an empire and it's like kind it's, of a cool like he has he has good reasoning or whatever but he's like he's missing the forest for the trees and right this right reasoning where like they're it's totally still thugs like you said it's totally an- against the federation like the federation is built to prevent exactly this stuff like Fucking that's why there is a federation so this doesn't happen yeah. you know Doherty's playing verbal chess, right? He thinks he's yeah. a chess master. He's playing twenty seven D Seinfeld theme Monopoly, like <laughs> like Trump, like Trump apparently supposedly does. Jesus Christ! And fucking, let's. I'm gonna ignore that for a minute. And but like he's playing verbal chess, and Picard just checkmates him so fucking easy. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like, yeah, who would even want to live in the Briar Patch? And Picard's like, the Baku. The Baku. Yeah, it's like fuck. <laughs> and Doherty's like, Duh. yeah. I guess I got nothing to say. <laughs> it's called metaphasic radiation, by the way. Oh, the metaphasic radiation. Yes. But yeah, it's like they they talk about the Dominion War, the Cardassians, the Borg, and yeah. how like the metaphasic radiation is the answer to their war or whatever. Yeah, it'll, still, it'll make them. I, I I think I know what you're gonna. You're yeah, thinking, I still posit yeah. that guns kill you, regardless of how long you live. Yeah, and the Dominion doesn't care because no. the, the Dominion <laughs> is run by the 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 shapeshifters who live forever. And then they just clone the fucking the the soldiers and yeah. and the the Vorta. It's, like they don't you care. Still have, you still have the same amount of Federation officers. Yeah. It's just if they don't get shot, they'll live longer. That's I, it. 
again, I think the idea is that people would flock to them to save their lives. Like to probably like, even the Cardassians would think twice now. They'd be like, "Whoa, the Federation has this technology. Like maybe we made a mistake. We shouldn't be allies with the Dominion." You know what I mean? Like that. I think is the idea. It's it's convoluted though, and it's not uh, it's not a guarantee. Like it's a it's you're betting. You're betting with a good hand, but there's no guarantee. You I mean, know I mean? understand where they're coming from as well, that it's 600 people. Yeah. But it's like you're making a deal with the devil here That's as well. exactly what it is. Like, yeah. the Sona... They talk about the Sona earlier in the movies, that they've, like, conquered two planets and turned them into, like, a slave race. Yeah, they have, um... They make the drug, the Dominion drug, the Ketracel yeah, White. Yeah, Ketracel White, and they use subspace weaponry. They're gangsters. They're, like, fucking yeah. gangsters. They're, like... They're like the fucking North Korea. Like, yeah, they do a lot of shit. They're unpredictable as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they do a lot of shit that's absolutely outlawed by the Kittimer Accords, the yeah. like Federation Charter, yeah, everything. The, yeah. yeah. And the, yet the they're still working. are illegal. Them. Like, they're super illegal. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's dumb. Admiral Darty's a moron. He really <laughs> is. <laughs> but uh, Doherty's like, well, I'm ordering you. Just do it. Yeah. Sorry. It's all right. And and he says, you know, uh, you could file whatever protest you want. By the time it goes through, it'll be too late anyway. We'll already have done it, yeah. So Picard takes his rank pips off. And he gets fucking in his hottest future shirt. (laughs) His his future shirt that just has like a weird, like oval for the neck like really the, wide. the collar is like a trapezoid yeah it's like a weird like parallelogram yeah. collar it has a weird he has a weird trapezoid collar and a regular ass jc penny catalog brown leather jacket he's got a sweet leather jacket like fucking wolverine style yeah but like i guess uh the fucking the sona do all these disgusting treatments right yeah. Where they get their faces stretched and all to this other shit. To keep themselves alive, yeah. Disgusting. They get injections and shit. They're disgusting. <laughs> they made me sick. And uh, I fucking hate them. And <laughs> I spit on them. <laughs> um, but I guess their plan is that they're going to... And this is something that I'll give the Sona that doesn't make any sense with their characterization. Yeah. Uh, that's. I guess they're nicer than they appear. They want to beam up or, like, take up the Baku. They don't want to kill him. Right. Well, we don't know why yet. Yeah, we don't know why. It's revealed later. Yeah. But, uh... Even then, right? Is like, they're so bitter and angry and hate-filled. Yeah. Is like, they still... They go a long time with shit going wrong, and they're still just like, no, we're gonna beam them up. Right. They don't... They, they could, like, honestly just go kill them. Which is, like, what happens... In real history, people yeah. just kill the other people. Like, that's what happens. They don't take take them prisoner and re- relocate them. Yeah, they don't play grab ass with them, right? They're sort oh, of just like your governments gonna, do. Governments yeah, relocate people. Yeah. But. Well, yeah. Well, then uh, then you give them fucking smallpox blankets and send them on a march, right? Yeah. Like that's what well, that's yeah. what happens. Welcome to our comedy podcast. <laughs> Well, well it's a, it is a Star Trek. And this is the most comedy movie of them all. Yeah, it's, it's so hilarious. Um, <laughs> Genocide. <laughs> uh, on, um... <laughs> so the, Picard goes to the captain's yacht. He's changed into his JCPenney catalog Oh, we get to see best. the yacht. This is the first time with the yacht. It's called the, uh... The Cousteau. 
Is that what it's called? It's called the Cousteau. That's pretty sweet. Um, I didn't know that. I had to look that up <laughs> before. I was trying to remember what I looked up. But um, so he's got like all these containers that are full of, like explosives and like a billion rifles. Yeah, he's and- got like a fucking bazooka. <laughs> he's got like the Super Nintendo Super Scope and shit. <laughs> like he's just outfitted. He's got a virtual planning- boy. <laughs> Which, whatever. I don't know what that does. Was he planning on taking all this stuff down and trying to get the Baku to use it? I guess, yeah, I guess that was the thought, right? But, like, he brings all of it with. Yeah. Well, the rest of the crew shows up and they're like, you can't do do this without us, Captain. And he's and they're like, he's like, get back to your quarters, number one, you pimply-faced bitch. <laughs> you, you fucking pimple-faced teenager. Yeah, baby, go hump your old stupid psychic wife. <laughs> <laughs> stupid psychic wife. And they say the dumbest line. The dumbest line in the movie is at this part when Jordy's like, no uniform, no orders. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's a fucking captain of a fucking starship, dude. <laughs> like, Josh... I disagree with you. Because the dumbest line in the entire movie is directly after that. Oh Jesus Christ. When he's, oh, they say what data, yeah. what should we what should we do? You're the only one in your own faculties. And he mm-hmm. picks up a fucking phaser rifle and cocks it. Yeah. It says saddle up. Lock, lock and load. load. Uh, yeah, that is pretty bad. There's and two really bad lines after I vomited all over my own floor. Yeah, that's really dumb. Uh, there there like are they, two they, moments in this in this fucking movie that make me cringe so fucking hard, and that's one the, of them. What's the other one? Do we get there yet? We are not there yet. I don't okay, think. I'll wait then. I don't think. I'll we should take a break case, though. Too. Uh, fuck. Sorry. I mean, tune in after the break, kids. <laughs> Kevin, this is Scott. Kevin, this is Scott. Do you hear me? Or now. The Star Trek communicators with push-to-talk button. Scott, this is Kevin. My bike is broken. Can you help me? Over. Yes, but send me a signal so I can find you. Star Trek communicators with a range of 1,300 feet. Push button. Twin warp sound. Uses one 9-volt battery. Not included. Star Trek communicators with belt hook, telescoping antenna, and twin warp sound. From Mego. And we're back. Hopefully you bought that product so we could stay on the air. Yeah, we need to bring money. Send money. Send money. <laughs> so the the other dumbest moment in the movie, I don't know if it happened yet or not. I don't uh-huh. think it did, but like uh fucking Anish is like if you ever had a perfect moment. Oh yeah, yeah earlier that's... in the movie that actually happened. But then like yeah. there's a a part where like Picard and her are like sitting together and she rubs this big bald dome. Yeah, and she said, I haven't seen a bald man in 300 years. And he's like, I'll show you some bald bitch. <laughs> um, but he has a perfect moment, I guess, where everything slow-mo's around him, and it looks... Yeah. It is so fucking cringy. There's this... We- that's a, such a weird part of this movie. Like, I... Did they did they have to give them this power to make to make them seem less human since they're not humans, right? Like they're they look like humans, but like why do they have this like slow time ability? Here's like the what thing, is right? this? 
if you have this like speech earlier in the movie about a perfect moment and everything slows down in and you can live in it forever or what the fuck ever, yeah. why have it be a power that they have? If you're going to do something dumb and cringy about him being in love, just have it happen and don't explain it and don't have him go, right. how are you doing this? Right. Like, I, I think also they, again, I think they got it in their head and they, they with the theme of this movie, which is like slowing time down, slowing down aging and slowing... Yeah. I think they just, they beat it to death. Like, they really beat that horse to death in this movie. And you don't need to do that. You could, you could like you said, just have it happen, and it would be much more natural. And you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like, like this place is like a fucking, like, fairy tale or something, you know? And that and would make you think. But instead, it's like, Anish has to, like, explain it to Captain Picard, you know? There's nothing subtle in this movie. No, there is, is the not. Like, even the whole metaphor about, like, forceful relocation, like, they mentioned at least four times. Like, Earth has a violent history of forceful relocation. Right, right. If they would have flashed fucking images up on the screen, that's the only way it would have been less... Yeah, if it was, like, Lilu in fucking The Fifth Element when she's learning about history and she's eating the, chi- the microwave chicken or whatever. Oh, my God. Chicken. Chicken. Chicken good. <laughs> Let's just talk about that. Oh, we should, dude. We will. Someday. I love that movie. Someday. Uh, so they, they talk about the fucking uh, injector, right? Which is the thing that takes the radiation out of the rings. Yeah. It's like a big, uh, weird ship. It's just a ship. The weird thing about that as well is that it looks exactly like the light sail ships from Deep Space Nine that the yeah, Bajorans use. the Bajor ships. Or, you know what I think? That was like a thing in the late 90s, early 2000s, because it's the ship from... It's Dooku's ship, right? Yeah. It's like it's a Count sail Dooku. ship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, solar sail. Yeah, solar sailor. Yeah, which is silly. Right. <laughs> That'd take forever to get anywhere. Um, but apparently the Bajorans used it to get to Cardassia. Thanks they to hit a, black a, holes. A fucking wormhole pocket or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> a warp drive pocket. So they're like, uh, we're gonna fucking use this shit on the rings and uh, go down to the planet, get the Baku. If Picard gets in your way, fucking kill him. Do away with him. Murder his ass to death. Yeah. And in the meantime, the sh- the Enterprise is heading out of the nebula to warn Starfleet about what's going on. Right? I think so. I think that already happened. Yeah, because yeah. they, they left the captain's yacht and started going towards it. Yeah, but, and then Ruoff, Rufio is like, uh, I, could, I could send my ships to, to bring him back. And like... The Admiral Doherty knows, like, he's gonna shoot him down. He's like, but he may not, he may not come back. And, like, it's like this, like, again, it's a deal with the devil. Like, Doherty yeah. knows he's made a bad deal. Like, he's fucked. And he's like, no, no way out of it at this yeah, point. It's, he's done. Oh, man. Shannon what Doherty, an idiot. idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, down on the surface, like, they're all like, we're leaving the village. Everybody gather up your shit. Yeah. And Data puts up some transporter inhibitors and yeah. uh, Data... Yeah, we get some cool Star Trek stuff here. This yeah. is some kind of neat Star trek shit going on. Although Data also reveals at this point that he's always kind of wondered what it was like to be a child. Apparently that was a thing. 
Except he never, he's like he never mentions that ever before. He was always like, yeah. I want to know what it's like to be human. Yeah, it like it. He's always a child though, which is ironic. Like he is a child because he doesn't know how to be a person, and yeah. that's what kids are. They don't know how to be people. They're just little weirdos. <laughs> Apparently, the the dude Baku that I thought was uh, married to Anise is named So Jeff. <laughs> or so Jeff or so, something. So Jeff, yeah, I'm looking at it. Daniel Hugh Kelly is who acted yeah, as him. So Jeff, fucking. He, he is he, so Jeff. He, I hope not. He is so fucking up his own ass all Yo, the time. He's in a million. This guy is in a million things. He's he's just a character actor. He does everything. Yeah, Yo, he's in the Mentalist. Oh, sweet. Oh man. Anyways, he's, uh. <laughs> So Picard's like, we're gonna um, go to these caves that have, like, radiation that'll block their uh, transporters. Yeah, there's always some kind of, like, magnet thing going on in the caves (laughs) that blocks transporters, I guess. But, you know, on the way, the Sonas start sending uh, ships down that just start firing on them. Yeah, they send down those shuttles that Data stole. Like, one of those kind of shuttles. And And they just start shooting at them. Weren't you supposed to, like, pick them up and take them? Yeah, I, yeah, I I don't like because then immediately after they do that, they send those remote control drones that tag them, like with the transporter tag. Like how many of them did they kill with the lasers before yeah, they like, started doing this? Right, but that's not, exactly like you've already started to kill them. So I don't know why then you go back to the transporter tags. Like, I guess like. The idea was that they were going to be shooting the transporter buffer things, like the oh, blockages. Uh, all but right. they're firing on a village full of women, like men, women, and children who have no way to protect themselves whatsoever. There's a part where they hit that bridge that goes over that little pond in the town. Everybody flies off of it at a million they miles They fly hour. off of it, but there's a part where there's like a faraway, like, uh, long shot, like, of that. And there's like a water, like, a, whatever thing, like explosion they use to make water fly out where the blaze the phaser hit and like the bridge like moves and it's like oh god they probably like had to like fix that bridge because it's like a prop it's just a fucking yeah. prop you know <laughs> like nobody walk on this bridge we blew it up actually with our water explosion everybody, everybody runs away right yeah <laughs> and uh, Ruafo is up on his thing, and he, you know he says the thing that you were talking about before, where he's like, you know, I can send my ships or whatever. Yeah. But he has like a whole fucking speech about it. Yeah. And I guess it's his big villain speech, but it's so fucking ineffectual. Yeah. Because I... he looks like Meltman. <laughs> I can't take him seriously. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's going on with this villain in this movie, honestly. Like, in some ways, like, because when we, what we find out later, like, in some ways you feel sorry for him, which is kind of cool. It's, like, kind of a Star Trek thing. But in a lot of ways, he's just a pointless know. villain. They like, don't play that up that much. Like, no, feeling not sorry for, for him. Not for him. For the other guy they do. His, yeah. His, like, first-in-command guy they do. Who seems like a much better person. Gallatin is that guy's yeah. name. Yeah. He plays. He's played by uh, Peter Quill's grandfather in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's that guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's a. That's my John Larroquette fact of the week. <laughs> it's the John Larroquette fact of the week. 
Ba-dum, bum, bum, ba-dum. Got to play the night court theme there. <laughs> Sweet saxophone <laughs> plays. Uh, we're not going to edit that in. <laughs> but, no, we're um, not. <laughs> like the not. whole, this is where the scene starts where they do the fucking perfect moment. I'm not retreading it, but I hate it. Yeah, fucking hate it. Yeah, th- this like this. It's like a this is a whole this whole part is like this whole movie is just like one weak part transis- transitioning into like another weak part. Like at this point in the movie, the the build up should be escalating, right? Like, and I think that that's what they thought they were doing. But like having a bunch of like people walking on a trail in the mountains and getting shot at isn't that exciting. Not really. But the, they do the, that there's four times in a row, like four yeah. scenes in a row. Yeah. And then there's but then there's a cool space battle and the space battle's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's what's happening like right now in the movie. Yeah. If you're watching along at home. Yeah. And like this is the first time you get to see the E do some cool shit, really. Yeah. Like they Which take cool. on um Sona ships. Like they come on an intercept course and Riker's like uh let's fucking let's get the hell out of here, right? Yeah. But um they they go into the briar patch in order to try and lose the sona ships. Yeah. They do red alert all hands battle stations, which mm-hmm. I love to hear. Oh, your boy is in this this movie too. Oh, my boy. The boy from uh, the last movie, the guy who uh, Worf replaces. Oh yeah, the fucking, He's in it. Yeah, I don't know his name. I he, they say it in this movie and I forget what it is. I feel I, he's my boy cuz I feel so fucking bad for. Him. Is it Lieutenant <laughs> Curtis? Is it Curtis? I don't think it's Curtis. I know he has like the most Irish first name fucking ever. Yeah, but I can't remember it. I'm looking it up. I Daniels it maybe? No, Daniels is from Oh, it is Daniels. You're right. It is Daniels. Yeah. He has like a super Irish first name. Like Patty? <laughs> yeah, his name's Patty. No. Patty-o Daniels? Patty Patty O'Shaughnessy Daniels. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lieutenant he's in Daniels. it. And he just stands there and yells things. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we transition back to the fucking Baku planet, and Troy and Crusher talk about their tits. Yeah, their tits are firm. Which is interesting to me, the male viewer, because I'm a male. I'm a stereotypical male. We gotta put booby joke in. <laughs> uh, the the metaphasic radiation is worth it now. We should take it. We from the definitely planet. should rip these people <laughs> off and relocate the fuck out of them immediately. But Worf uh, wants to eat the blood of a beast because he's a Klingon. Did you get it? <laughs> and Data asks him if his tits have firmed up. There's another joke. Yeah, this is another, another joke. And, and he's like, he looks at him like, what the fuck? And then immediately, like, lasers start yeah, shooting. Yeah, the drones show up and start yeah. fucking shooting tags that they can beam them out. Transporters, yeah. And, Which would uh, suck. Back to space. These movies are like A plot, B plot. A plot, B plot. Scene yeah. after scene. Well, usually that that is fine. Like, I don't care about that. Like, I think, like, I mean, that's why Star Wars was so good. Because, like, Star Wars, like was just always A plot, B plot. And at the end of the movie, there was usually A plot, A plot, B plot, C plot, right? Yeah. Like, Return of the Jedi does it, and I know everyone hates it, but Phantom Menace does it. Um, 
And that's fine. That works fine. But, like, this, this like, the A plot is boring and the B plot is interesting. They're both not interesting at the same time. You know yeah, what I mean? It's not interesting enough to carry a whole movie full of uninteresting right. shit. Right. It, this is an episode. Like you said, this is an episode. So, the like Riker takes the ship deeper into the uh, into the Briar Patch, right? Yeah. And uh, there's a I don't know if this happens now or in a few minutes, but there's a great scene where uh, Riker's like, uh, "We need to scoop up as much of this yeah, material." Yeah, open the as Ram scoop. Yeah. And LaForge is like, "Why?" And he's like, "Why?" Because I'm gonna shove it down our throats. Yeah, and the trill. The, the trill, trill looks at looks him over. like, "Oh my yeah. god, I want to suck your dick." I so want to suck that dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a cool. That's a cool moment. I like how they put uh, a trill there too. I yeah. think that's cool. Here's a fun fact for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Larroquette fun fact of the week part number two. two. Okay, is that. Uh, there is a deleted scene of a librarian in this movie who's researching the Sona. I have no idea about who this. Who looks up the information that uh, Troy and Riker talk about. Right, right, right. And he is a trill played by Max Grodenchik, better known as Rom from Deep Space Nine. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's a cut scene. It was filmed and everything, so it's on like the special features. Yeah, these movies... I always have a theory about deleted scenes in these movies like when a movie is not good and you've deleted scenes out of it put the scenes back in yeah who cares at that point right you gotta make it interesting <laughs> it's and, and even if it's like oh that's rom for star trek fans right yeah because they star trek movies love to do that they do it all the time here's here's your second part of that fun fact right part Dude, three this of, is a, this the, is a, of the john larroquette fun fact of the week fun fact of the week squared is uh <laughs> There, there was a scene at the end of this movie that was filmed, and Armin Shimmerman had to sit in a chair for four fucking hours to get the makeup put on for Quark. And they took it out of the movie. And at the end of the movie, Quark tries to sell people timeshares on the Baku planet. That's, I would love, which to is see fucking this. brilliant. I'm right? gonna look this up when we're done. Like, I need to. I didn't. The, apparently, the scene part of it, like the film part of it, isn't even on the DVD. Yeah. But there are photos, set photos, of him oh. wearing a Hawaiian shirt with, like, two sexy ladies and Worf. And That's really funny. And I I wish that would have been in the movie. Yeah, see, that's the stuff. Like, if you're, if you're going to go full bore ham it up in this movie, which, like, kind of they do, like, you just do it, right? Yeah. Because Quark is fucking awesome. I love Quark. He's in an episode of TNG. Is he? Yeah, the episode Riker, where they go to the fucking thing first. Riker calls him and says, you owe me a favor, Quark. And he's like, oh, do I? <laughs> yeah. because that was in the first episode of Voyager, too, which is the yeah. only good part of that. Yeah, oh, he tries to sell the Lobie crystals. Yeah. <laughs> These are worthless Lobie crystals. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how we're introduced to all those great characters. Ensign Kim, you fucking moron. Yeah. Don't buy them, you butt-fucking-idiot. <laughs> that could be repeated a million times throughout that series. Ensign Kim, you fucking idiot. He's the stupidest fucking character. He just he just makes so many mistakes. And people talk to me all the time about how like he doesn't have a personality or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he does have a personality. It's whiny bitch. It's He's a shitty constantly angry and whiny. He's just sexless and weird. Yeah. Anyway. And he whines. <laughs> talking about this film... 
this is actually the scene where the subspace terror happens. They use the yeah. subspace weapon and they have to eject the core and detonate it to get rid of the subspace terror. <laughs> right. Which there's like kind of a cool line at that part when they like they're getting sucked into this like it's I guess it's sort of like a black hole or whatever and like like they're pulling it along with them because it's like a magnet. The warp core like attracts it like a magnet. Yeah. And like they eject the core and uh like I think Riker's like eject the core and 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 Jordy's like I already did <laughs> which is like kind of lame but then but then like later they're like they're like trying to figure out how they're going to deal with the with these ships and like they're like well they can just shoot another weapon off and and and, and I think somebody's like and we're fresh out of warp core yeah <laughs> which is like pretty funny you know <laughs> And Riker's like, well, we're not going to run from him anymore. And he does yeah. his line, and then the Trill wants to suck his D. You get to see Riker be awesome in this part, which is cool. Would have better if he had a beard. It, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But they make back on the planet, they make it to the cave, right? Yeah, they get in the caverns. And they set up some force fields. Uh, so the Baku, the fucking sonar just starts shooting the caverns? Yeah. I thought you were trying to get them off the planets. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, like this shit makes no sense. Like, because they could at this point just use the the collector and get the shit yeah. and kill everybody. Like, who cares? They apparently cared, and it's I mean that's weird. explained later. But yeah, yeah, still, yeah. even with that explanation. Right. They're villainous as fuck. They're firing on them right now. They're already trying to kill them. Like, in any court of law, that is attempted murder. So I don't know, like, what the difference is, but okay. So so they're trapped in the cave, which is completely fucking pointless because they find an escape route immediately. Right, because it's a cave. they see more caves in the distance, and they're like, all right, everybody move out. So that entire scene was completely fucking pointless. It's pointless, exactly. It didn't need to happen. So they, they continue on their merry fucking way, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they then it cuts back to the Enterprise of Space. They use the the collectors, the fucking scoops. Yeah, space the, scoops. The Ram scoop. It collects space matter and converts it to energy. It's like a jet engine, but yeah. like, yeah. So they gather <laughs> like explodey particles, right? Yeah, whatever this gas is. And they they like. <laughs> Riker activates the manual steering column, which is just like a 1990s computer joystick. Like I yeah. had that joystick when yeah, I was Yeah, I had kid. it to play Tie Fighter. Yeah, yeah. On I the had computer. That shit. Oh my god! It's fucking. It's on the Enterprise E. <laughs> That's how they fly the whole Enterprise E, which is a ship, by the way, the size of like Lower Manhattan. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a goddamn big ass ship. <laughs> so he flies it towards the ship. And uh, they blow out the ram scoops. Yeah. And the gas hits the Sona ship. And, and it just shoot fucking the... blows up. Yeah, it's like gasoline. It's like space gasoline. And it blows up one of the ships, and then the other ship just gets, like, real fucked up. Yeah. And just do that in the first place. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if history records this as the Riker maneuver. <laughs> I didn't know Jordy LaForge did a lot of, like, movie history reels. It's me, Jordy LaForge, from Starship Enterprise. 
Those are all boys down on the ground trying to protect the Baku. Go get them, boys. <laughs> Back on the planet. Dude, I hate this planet shit. Like, this is when I start checking the fuck out of this movie. Because, like, this yeah. planet shit is dumb as fuck. So the fucking... The Sona send foot soldiers? Yeah, they send like randos, and one of the guys is the guy. One of the and one of the guys is one of the Cylons from uh, New Battlestar Galactica. I think I could be wrong, but he talks exactly like him. He speaks the same. I don't know. Well, that would be interesting if true. Interesting if true. <laughs> and so they shoot one right, and mm-hmm. this one they don't kill because he's still moving. And Crusher, like, uses her uh, tricorder, and she's like, oh my god, check this yeah. shit out. <laughs> and Picard's like, oh shit. Crusher's like, I did something. <laughs> I'm in this movie also. It's me, the doctor. <laughs> Remember when I had a part in the plot? <laughs> Not this one. Then there's, like, a whole other fucking pointless scene, right? Where they're, like, in the cave. The cave has a cave-in. Yeah. But, like, everyone's leaving the cave, right? And then the kid runs back in because his fucking ass-faced chipmunk is still in there. He forgets the thing from Flight of the Navigator. I don't know if you've ever seen Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> I, I don't know that reference but, at all. <laughs> but there's a the kid has a thing that's exactly like that thing. It's an ass-faced chipmunk. Yeah, it's just a puffy... It's a, it's a fucking computerized chipmunk. It is a CGI abomination, is yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's a little reference for somebody who listens to my other podcast. <laughs> no one. No one. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> you can plug like, it. Go ahead. Plug it right now. It's called Rider Club Radio. It's about tokusatsu. You could find it on WordPress or whatever. Fucking listen it. to it, bitches. Just, just Google it. Get off my ass, Liam. I fucking shilled it. All right. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you can do it all the time. I don't even care. Um, Hawk that shit. Be proud, man. <laughs> It's uh, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> she goes back for his fucking ass face chipmunk, right? Yeah, and, and then Anish goes Anish after goes him. after him, and then they just get out of the thing. Yeah. So that was pointless. And then Picard goes to talk to Anish. He like goes back to her, and he's like, "Oh, I'm glad you got back." And then there's a fucking cave in. So the whole scene of the kid going to get his ass face chipmunk is completely superfluous. It's pointless. It's just, that's what happens in a movie, right? The kid gets in danger, and they save it and get it's trapped. It's a trope, right? Yeah, it's a trope they had. It, it's like, at this point in the in the film, when they were writing it, they were like, well, we don't have enough, like, things that are in movies. So, like, we'll just put a bunch of smoke and mirrors, like, these tropes, and it'll be, like, a movie. And it's like, what? Like, that's fucking... Maybe you should just, like, rewrite the movie. Like, If you're that low on content for your film... Yeah. Either rewrite the film from the base up, or don't fucking make it. Don't make Those are your one. choices. Like, I have a hard fucking time... I mean, I guess it makes sense, because Rick Berman and Michael Piller wrote it. But, like, what they should do for these movies is, like, have a bunch of people, like, send them, like, ideas. Like, get people to write you different scripts of Star Trek movies. You could... And then pick the one you like and then buy it or whatever and then fucking develop it, right? You fucking could. That could have been a choice. But instead, Rick Berman's like, I have got a spectacular idea. I'm Rick Berman. That's probably what he sounds like. It's It's me, Rick Berman. 
It's, I wrote this story, everyone. Come and listen. We're going to double our money. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. And he was right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not quite, actually, but anyway. A little less than double. <laughs> they, there's like a cave-in, and Anise is hurt, and Picard isn't, because it's a fucking movie, and that's what right. happens. And he's just dying. And she's, like, she's fucking dying from getting hit by a rock and not crushed at all. Yeah. And Picard's like, don't, just stay with me. Like, make it so that this moment lasts forever or whatever. And she mm. uses her fucking special powers. Well, I, I always thought that it was him that did it at that point. He, I think he does it. He fucking learned how to use chaos control. Yeah, because she's all up his dickhole about <laughs> Video <someone>. game reference. Because <laughs> like, she's like, I never knew some, someone so young could, like be so how you are yeah, she's like she's like and you thought it would shit. take centuries right. to learn right and it's like but like i don't even understand what this fucking superpower is like i don't, I don't understand this shit. maybe it is supposed to be like metaphorical or whatever but why the fuck do they reference it then that's the problem with like metaphors in star trek sometimes is like it's not star wars so you can't have just a straight metaphor you know? Yeah, I guess. Like, Star Wars has fucking magic in it. It's just magic. And that's fine. It doesn't right. need an explanation. We don't need to know about midi-chlorians. Right, but Star Trek doesn't have magic in it. No. So Everything has to have some sort of a scientific explanation. Right. This so doesn't, is the thing. Right, exactly. It's just magic. It's just straight-up magic. Uh... So they fucking dig her out or whatever, and they're just walking along a trail again, and yeah. more fucking Sona drones show up again. It's like Lord of the Rings at this point. And You're they like, fire okay. their fucking weapons again. <laughs> and that's when Worf uses his famous purple space bazooka. Yeah. It's, which it's which, a purple bazooka. I didn't thing, I never called it the purple space bazooka. I always called it the Super Nintendo Super Scope. It's the Super Scope, yeah. Because that is like, exactly what it is. It's just repainted with some of the parts taken off. It's of it. large. Jesus. But uh Picard and Anish get tagged and they get transported away. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, Well We're fucked. I guess he was the only one that could ever make any decisions, so <laughs> <laughs> but so Ruafo and Doherty go to the the prison cell where they're holding Picard. You can tell I'm getting tired of describing this movie. <laughs> well, like it's so boring. Like this, yeah. these parts are fucking because most of it's pointless. Like they could just cut all this shit out. Like they could. It doesn't. None of this yeah. matters. None they of that fucking, walking mattered. They talk in the shit. Who cares? Yeah. And fucking. Ruafo's like, well, we're just gonna kill him. Who cares? When does... Do oh, and then Doherty is like, you can't. I'm not gonna let you do that. And he's like, you're gonna pull this shit on me now, dude? <laughs> like, yeah. I fucking... I, we did all this crazy fucking illegal shit, and now you're gonna say, like, that's it? Oh, I think... Th yeah, this is the scene where uh, Picard's like, we found out that the Baku and the Sona are the same, the same. race. Yeah, and he's like, you've... you've got the Federation mixed up in a blood feud, Admiral. And it's like, whoa, Picard's fucking pissed with his trapezoid shirt. <laughs> and the Admiral's like, oh, no, I fucked up. He says, I was all for the Federation. I was all for the Federation. <laughs> it fucking, it, it, like, Roth is like, just fucking kill him. Who cares? And Picard's like, you'd kill your own people. Yeah. 
and uh, Anish is like, Rafa, you're you're the the kid, right? You're that kid." <laughs> and Rafa's like, "Fuck you, bitch! It's not my name anymore. They call me Darth Ruafo now." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Doherty's finally had a change of heart, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Rafa, we can't do this anymore. It's we're gonna stop this shit." And uh, Rafa's like, no! He bleeds again from his skull. And he fucking, he grabs Doherty and starts slamming him around like a fucking WWF cage match. He body slams him onto the table that the face stretcher is on. Yeah, and the whole time I'm just like, aren't you supposed to be dying? Yeah, like, I guess they have, like, well, they have, like, crazy reflexes, right? Like, Like the kids are playing that crazy hacky sack game. Yeah, but isn't that because of the planet? Yeah, but I I don't know. I, maybe I guess it doesn't maybe it, fade or something. Maybe it enhances them. But Rafa is like strong as fuck. Like he just picks this dude up and body slams him with one hand. Yeah, and then he turns the machine on and it stretches Doherty's face off. And it's the worst CGI of <laughs> all time. Yeah, they really probably should have just cut away or something. I was thinking about it when I was watching it. I was like, it would have been fucking awesome if you don't see his face it's shot from like behind him and you see him like like his head like the back of his head and Ruafu's like standing over him watching him and like like you like you see his body like convulsing yeah, it's convulsing yeah, yeah and then like you hear like a rip and like blood splatters over Ruafu like that yeah. would be cool that's like that a would, horror movie you know that would have been really intimidating I might have been able to take Ruafu seriously yeah that's like a villain would do that not this like shitty CGI face yeah. stretch but they go back to the fucking I don't know uh, fucking they're like alright take take Picard to the place right and they're like yeah. well there's not enough shielding there they'll get hit by the radiation and Ruafu's like yep yeah I'm cool with that and then, so the the other guy, the first in command, Gallatin, uh, Gallatin, yeah, takes him to go do whatever, right? Like, and Picard's wherever. just like doing this thing that villains usually just tell the villains normally just like shut up. Yeah, I know what you're but, doing. Yeah. But now Gallatin, he falls for it, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, but he's had he, like throughout the whole movie, he's kind of like not on board with this shit. Yeah, he's like a much better person. Yeah, he's like a, a good lot guy. of the other ones. Yeah. So Picard's like, you know what? I'm not pleading for my life. I'm pleading for yours. Nice. <laughs> and Galadin's like, oh shit, he got me. Yeah. He got me. So they strike up a plan. <laughs> yeah, he just turns traitor immediately, but I would too. Fuck it. Yeah, this and, this is going south. Yeah, and like the collector's fucking separation sequence begins, and Rafo's like, everything's going according to plan. Yeah. And uh, there's just, like, a flash. Yeah, it's, like, a weird light. And, like, <laughs> the one guy's like, what was that? And Rafa's like, who cares? Nothing. <laughs> it's, like, so dumb. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? He's like, I don't know. Fuck it. The thing starts working, and it starts taking all the the good shit, the good good, yeah. out of the, the, the rings. rings. And Rafa's like... Wait a minute. Nothing in my life goes right. What's going on? <laughs> you know, they're like, but there's no readings. He's like, that's impossible. He's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And like, he sees that like the holodeck is fucked up on the edge of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like 
the the uh, the the lines aren't made right. Like, yeah, they, like it's all fucked up. So yeah. he just starts shooting around the room until he finds the door. Yeah, which is like fucking pretty funny, actually. <laughs> it really is. It's not supposed to be, but it yeah, is. But it's like that's how a holodeck works. Since there's a he's door like, somewhere, and he's like a holodeck. And then he looks out the window and he sees that like the nothing is still there. Yeah, yeah. And he goes. Nah! It's so. It's like worse than the Darth Vader now. It, it's far worse. It's so dumb. He's real mad. Yep. Uh, but they're gonna pull the hollow ship in with a tractor beam. But I guess they didn't turn all the fucking transporters off. Did I. Like sure. <laughs> They, they were just like, let's beam them over there and just leave all the systems running. Right. It, it's it's the same thing, like, with the computer thing. Like, why wouldn't you turn this shit off? Like, turn that shit the fuck off. You idiots. Ugh. Well, I guess they are locked down. I've, I'm just remembering now. He, like, does some fucking technical mumbo Oh, do they fucking Star Trek wizard their way out yeah. of it? Yeah. Okay. I don't, dude, I don't know at this point. Like, they're, they're like, we're going to blow up the collector, but mm. they've shut down control of the ship. Yeah. And so they're like, well, what the fuck are we going to do now? So Picard Star Trek's himself right. over to the machine so he yeah. can turn on the self-destruct. And they're like, you only have two seconds. <laughs> Yeah, it's like some crazy, like, window. Yeah. Like, we have two seconds to beam you out or you're fucking dead. And Picard's yeah. like, all right. Sure, fuck it. But after he gets over there, all the Sona, like, transport back to the ship mm -hmm. uh, through Star Trek magic. Mm -hmm. And uh, Worf beats the shit out of all of them, but somehow they still take control. <laughs> Like, he beats everyone up. There's, like, seven of them, and he I just beats like them all I feel like I don't remember up. any of this. Like, yeah. I watched this twice this week, and I don't remember this. This all happened. I believe it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> at this point in the movie, man, I am like, all right. But Ruafo and Picard, like, shoot at each other until there's, like, gas that's gonna blow up the room. And Picard's like, you won't do it, bitch. And Rafa's like, eh, yeah, I guess you're right. And Picard's like, but I will. But I will because I'm fucking crazy. And he just <laughs> shoots rock, it. motherfucker. And he just fucking shoots it and it just explodes at Ruafo. It, it just, doesn't explode yeah. the room. Yeah, it's, just, it's like, well, that worked out well. <laughs> it's exactly like the scene in First Contact where they're like, you can't shoot the dish. And then right. Picard shoots the dish and it just makes a little poof. Yeah, yeah, it sh he shoots, like, the metal part of the dish. I guess that's fine, right? Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. He, I like, he makes it to the thing, and he starts realigning all the shit, so that he, like, taking one isolinear chip out and putting it in oh, somewhere it's that, else. Oh, it's that Star Trek isolinear chip puzzle. Yeah, you just have to put shit in the right order. It's every it Star Trek machine. video game. Yeah. And fucking... Uh, meanwhile, the Enterprise has find found its way back, and they see Ruafo's flagship... And fucking Riker's like, set a collision course. Dude, he's crazy. Because all of his fucking brains were in his beard, I guess. <laughs> right, he's like, this ship's big as fuck, let's run it into shit. And, like, on the ship, they're like, he wouldn't. And Worf says, I believe he would. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, fucking Picard's, like, doing all this shit. He's doing all, taking all these isolinear chips out, and it takes forever. Yeah. And there's a countdown that's always, like, one second later every time they go back to oh, it. Oh, it's like, it's the fucking, yeah, it's that, that there's a name for that. There's a, that's a trope also. Yeah, it's, it's like called a ticking like, clock 
something. It's called like yeah, like extended ticking clock or something yeah. like that. Because like the, in real time, it's it's way more time than on the in the editing, right? Yeah, it's really it's a really <laughs> cheap thing to do. Every Die Hard movie. Yes, especially Which, Die Hard Three. But Die Hard's fucking awesome, so it's fine. Die Hard Three is really awesome. But uh, <laughs> fucking like Riker's like we're on our way, and Picard's like uh, I think I'm just gonna die. Yeah, there's not enough time, and he just he hits the self destruct. Shit starts exploding, and the Enterprise <laughs> does this dope ass fucking flyby maneuver. <laughs> Yeah, and transports him out as they go past. Yeah. And Ruafo says no Again. far worse than yes. anyone has ever said no. Yes. Like, even worse than the last time he said it. Yeah, he needs to stop saying no. Well, he's dead. Be a yes man, Rufio. Don't well, be he, a no man. He's fucking dead, so he can't say that anymore. Yeah, he gets vaped. He gets vaporized. He, he gets straight up vaped, bro. <laughs> vaped. <laughs> and I think that's the end of the movie, I think. <laughs> Yeah, they go down to the fucking planet, and they say goodbye to everybody, and mm-hmm. Data says goodbye to his best friend, the small a, child. They play in the hay, like in the beginning of the movie. And Picard's like, I'm I'm gonna be back, I got 318 days of shore leave coming, and I'm gonna use him to fuck that ass. We are gonna tap each other's b-holes. <laughs> I didn't know Picard that. was that kind of guy. Hey man, he's French. It's the future. The French love anal, that's for sure. Is that a truth? I think it's a stereotype. <laughs> the French love all kinds of freaky shit. They, do, they invented the French kiss, so... But they, uh... They, they invented just, the they French just kiss. fucking leave. The yeah, that's end. it. That's the end of the movie. Alright, let's take a break. <laughs> we'll take a break and we'll be back with our final thoughts. And emails. And some nice emails. Yes. For you parents who don't speak Klingonese, he's saying people of Earth unite and bring your kids to McDonald's for a Star Trek meal. That's a regular hamburger, fries, soft drink, a McDonald's and cookie sampler, and a Star Trek prize. He has five different boxes based on Star Trek, the motion picture, action scenes, jokes, games. He says, take it from a father who knows. His kids love him. McDonald's Star Trek meal available for your kids now. And now we're back. Yes, we Josh, are. Josh, I would like to hear your final thoughts about Insurrection. Um, in the grand scheme of things, Star Trek movie-wise, this movie isn't very good, but it's not the worst thing. Like we said earlier, it was like 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like That's pretty much what it deserves. It's 50-50. Like, there's good parts, and then there's stupid bullshit. I remember actually hating this movie a lot more last time I watched it. I feel yeah. like I'm having that experience a lot with Star Trek movies where I didn't right. know how low the bar could be set exactly. until I saw Into Darkness. Exactly. Like, I'm comparing all these movies against each other simultaneously, right? Which is, like, hard to do because there's major differences. Yeah. But, like... I would put this movie above Star Trek 2009. I would definitely put it above that, and I would put it above five. Yeah, five also. in two thousand nine. I would put it above. That's where it would go, right above. Right. That. Yeah, and that's, it that's would be above right. Nemesis as well for me. But I'm sure uh, Josh feels differently. I would, I would, I would put Nemesis above this. But I'll talk about it. I'll save it for the when we do that one. That's the next there's, one. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few reasons I would, but I'll save it for then. 
Maybe you'll change my mind. I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to change your mind. You're always trying to fucking make me like you, Josh. <laughs> yes, I'm going to clone myself. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it from you, Josh. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like you said, though, like, I hated this movie a lot more, and now, like, I'm just indifferent to it. Like, I'm just like, it's whatever. Like, it's not good, but it's not... If you want to watch a Star Trek movie and just have a Star Trek movie on while you're doing other things, fucking put this movie on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a good background to, movie. Yeah, you don't have to pay attention to it, but you still get some fun Star Star Trek shit. Like, I don't know. I don't like people complain about the motion picture being boring. Yeah, this movie is so much more boring than the motion picture, and it's like full of action scenes and shit. How do you pull that off? Because it's boring, tropey action. It's just stupid movie bullshit, right? Yeah. And like that's what killed this franchise of films was it's just goofy movie shit. You it's know, like standard like, '90s action movie shit. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, at this point in time, there are some incredible science fiction movies being made like the matrix is a year away fifth mm-hmm. element was a year prior to this like there's crazy shit going on and like and this you're following by the book shit like by the numbers yeah. yeah you're it's star trek for fuck's sake like do whatever the fuck you want yeah make a fuck another time travel movie i don't give a shit do you know what i mean anything that isn't just like your standard ass episode you have like a movie format to work with right and you could make anything. You, you don't go, like, too far in the other direction. I feel like Insurrection and Nemesis are a great microcosm of Star Trek movies. Yeah. Where Insurrection goes completely in the direction of being just an episode of the TV show, but stretched mm-hmm. to a full movie. And Nemesis goes in the complete opposite direction, where it leaves behind everything from the TV show. Right. And... There's a middle ground, right? Like a wide breadth where you can do a million different things. Yeah, well, this is like such a weird. I mean, this is this is a really weird time in movies. Like movies are going through some weird shit. Like '99 is a fantastic year for films. Yeah, Star Wars came back. Uh, Matrix, uh, you know, but like. Star Trek just got got left behind. Like they, yeah. they didn't they didn't know what to do and they were struggling to be relevant, which is a problem cuz you're Star Trek, you always are relevant. You don't like, have to be relevant on the same plane. Exactly. As have a little self-respect. Films. Like you're fucking Star Trek. Like you can do whatever you want. Why would you not? <laughs> I don't know. That's my biggest fucking fear with Discovery, right? They keep talking yeah. they keep comparing it to Game of Thrones. Like, oh, boy. Like, like, they're saying that, you know, modern TV has come so far. We have, like, Game of Thrones now. We want to bring, like, Star Trek into the modern era or whatever. Uh-huh. And I don't want, like, depressing-ass, dark, incesty Star Trek. It's not what I'm into. Well, that's that's the thing, is, like, the Federation is, like, not that. No. Like, it's one thing if you have the, these Voyagers... Uh, meaning the people going out into space, having, like, struggling in the... Which, in in Discovery's time, is still like unknown. Like, yeah, the Federation's like infantile, right? But like, yeah, I'm not looking forward to the 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 fake played up drama. I'm you know? really afraid of that. I really, yeah, am. me too. And 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 Deep Space Nine is full of like darkness, but like 
it, it keeps the core of what Star Trek is very well. It's it's perfectly done because they're in the Wild West, right? Yeah. They're not in the Federation, they so make, shit gets crazy. They make some missteps with the Federation in the same yeah. vein, though, but yeah. they always correct them, and right. it's nowhere near the focus of the show. Yeah. The, what the show does perfectly is uh, have that dichotomy of like the bright light of the Federation, but you're this tiny little bulb of it out in the middle yeah. of the darkness. Yeah, you're you're like a a fucking outpost. Yeah, and like, how do you maintain order in like this crazy chaos? You know what I mean? Well, like Bashir said, it's, uh, frontier medicine. Frontier medicine. Yep. Which is what Star Trek like was originally thought of, right? It was a wagon train to the stars, like yeah. the, the show Wagon Train, right? Yes, uh, it's like uh, somebody described Deep Space Nine as like if Star Trek the original series was Wagon Train, then uh, Deep Space Nine was like uh, Rawhide. Yeah, that's that's a good analysis. That's really good. And I mean, you should just take credit for that. You said pr- that. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Jeff Pennington said that. <laughs> but and it makes perfect sense because Deep Space Nine has a mayor, right? It has a sheriff, right? It has a barkeep. Yep. It's a, a western. Doctor. Yep. Yeah. It's a it's a western town. Yep. It's cool, but I'm also discovery is being made by uh, idiots. Like, yeah, and it keeps changing hands every like couple weeks too. That's really bad. That's fucking. It's terrifying. That's bad. What is it? Kurtzman. Alex Kurtzman is doing it. He's right? like executive producing. It, he is. Uh, Complete fucking moral. You might know him best for Transformers. A, a series that uh, thespians really love more than any other. Transformers. Uh, the new Mummy movie. Uh, you mean Van, you Van mean the Helsing. plane crash movie? <laughs> the plane crash movie? <laughs> yeah. Remember when The Mummy needed a reboot? Oh, Cowboys and Aliens. Do that you remember when The hit. Mummy needed a reboot and it was called The Mummy starring Brendan Fraser? Dude. Because <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, man. I you know who? Know. You know what doesn't need another fucking reboot? The Mummy. The Mummy. We don't need it. It's not a thing. Anyway. What did he write? What does he, he... He wrote In the Darkness, so that's all you really need to that's know. That's all I'll ever need to know to tell him that he could just fucking die. He was a writer on the last season of Fringe, which is fucking terrible. Never saw it. Cowboys and Aliens, which um, I know the guy who originally wrote that movie, by the way. I'll drop in not names, but connections. Um... <laughs> Revenge of the Fallen. He wrote Transformers. Yeah. Revenge of the Fallen. He yeah, wrote. Well, Trans- I fucking know Josh Henderson. How about that? <laughs> Man, that's uh, that's gonna that's gonna get you places. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna ride his coattails as far as I can. I got short coattails, man. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my point is, Insurrection is isn't a great movie. It's pretty fucking bad, but it's not yes. terrible. It's all right. It's forty five percent bad. Yeah, it's all right in places, and it's terrible in a lot of other places. Yeah, I would give it a fifty five percent. I'm sticking to that too. It's a strong fifty five percent. Nobody can get mad at us because we're just using your fucking percentage. Yeah, that's that's the what the people have spoken. I agree with it though. It's it's one of the it, few yeah. Rotten Tomatoes scores that I absolutely agree with. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes is way overhyped, by the way. Yeah, like, I agree. 
Dude, people you know move on tomatoes. You know what fucking Rotten Tomatoes score I'll never agree with and makes me fucking second guess everything from the website? I w- can't wait to hear this. It, Robocop has an 83. Yeah, Robocop is a fucking phenomenal Fuck movie. Fuck you! Robocop needs 90 plus. It, Robocop's a 95%. Yeah, easily. Robocop is like my favorite fucking movie, right? There so are like I'm no... There are no problems with that movie. No. Like, that movie is great. That it's movie. people who don't understand the movie, people yeah. who don't get it, that it's it's a, like it's satire. Like, it's it's over the fucking top because it's an 80s movie that... Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's satirizing 80s culture. Yes, yes. Is why it's so over the, the top. The SUX 8000 or whatever. <laughs> like, it's fucking... It's fucking... It's so great. That movie's I, so great. That's my favorite movie. I love that movie so much. <laughs> but anyway, it's neither here nor there. Uh, we've said our piece about insurrection, so why don't we say our piece about some emails? Emails, 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 emails. John Larroquette emails. It's the John Larroquette power play of the week. <laughs> uh, our first email is from Jack Carpenter. Oh, this guy again. Who says, sup guys, it's me again. <laughs> you jack i know i'm excited too <laughs> it's like i'm talking to him <laughs> i have a funny story for y'all Go uh, ahead. one of my former college teammates recently got into star trek which is great he actually got there after he recently watched the 2009 film hated it and decided to watch tng because he'd heard me say the series is really did we what do star this trek one is already? meant to be like i feel like we did this one already did we I don't know, did we? We'll answer it again anyway. If we did this in the last episode, I'm sorry, there's no question. That's right, I think we answered this already. There's no question. Uh, Anyway, his friend got into TNG, then DS9, and then his friend uh, started listening to our podcast, even though he said he wasn't interested in it. Yeah. So he finished his email by saying, Hey, Will, I know you listen to this show, and my message to you is that I fucking told you this was good. Go fuck yourself. I don't know if we did this. I feel like maybe we did, but I don't I know. don't think we did it, but uh, that's Sorry. the gist of it. I cut your story off because I thought we did this one uh, already. Josh fucking hates Jack Carpenter, everybody. Well, I'm just sticking up for Will. <laughs> we got your back, Will. We got your back, Will. But that's thank you for the email. Sorry, I, I thought we did this one. That's okay. That's okay. We might Keep have. sending emails, though. I'll, I'll keep have. getting confused as to what we're doing. Our next email is from Nathaniel Sin. That's a dude. Evil fucking you, name. you fuck for a living, don't you? <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a fucking like Johnny Sins. <laughs> yeah, hey there, Jeff go with- and Josh. <laughs> First of all, thank you for the great podcast. I just discovered mm-hmm. it recently and blitzed through it to get caught up. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for listening, buddy. Thank you. I was drinking something. Thank you, though. Fuck, probably wine. Uh, my question Soda. is: My question is, how do you guys feel about the expanded universe—books, comics, games, and so on—for Star Trek? Uh, uh, I, pl- I play Star Trek Online. I'm not going to tell you my name, um, but um, uh, I like I like that shaking titties sixty nine. That's what it is. Look it up. <laughs> I like I like that expanded universe. I think it's well written. Uh, it adds things very nicely and they get a lot of voice acting of the actors who were in star trek which is awesome um i still don't play it haven't read the books i understand that they're weird 
and terrible. <laughs> they are a little strange. I've read a few TOS books. I wouldn't yeah. recommend any of them. Yeah, they're all that's really what I've silly. Always heard. Yeah. I read Sanctuary, and it's good for a laugh. I forget who wrote it, but it's a TOS book, and yeah. it, it's weird as fuck. Yeah, that's what um, I always thought of them. They were just off the wall, like written by like fans, sort of. You know what I mean? There's a there's a game, right? Like there's a first person shooter, uh, something forces. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Elite Force is what it's called. Star okay. Trek Elite Forces. And you play like a strike team of security people on a on Voyager, like the Makos sort of. Uh, on Voyager, you don't know, you're like you don't know about the Makos. I do know about the Makos. Oh, okay, okay. But um, and in the second one, you're a strike team on the Enterprise E. Yeah. And I've always wanted to play those fucking games, and I can't get my hands on them. Yeah. My whole life, I haven't been able to get my hands on. That them. sounds cool. I didn't. I didn't know that. That's that's yeah. that's cool though. Uh, the Star Trek 30th anniversary point and click game. Yeah. It's fucking great. Uh huh. Big fan of it. Uh, and I think I've mentioned before that Pulsar, even though it looks like ass, is actually a really great Trek simulator if you get some friends who are really into it. That's cool. Yeah, I think I mentioned I played a, uh, like a, not a Star Trek-themed Starship simulator, but like a game that was basi- basically Star Trek. Was it you know? Stellaris? No, I forget uh, the name of it. People talk about that all the time. As being, it's not out yet. It was in beta when I uh, got to play it. Uh, Lottie fucking duh, Mr. Beta player over here. I tested a beta. Oh, I fucking got that open beta, bro. I'm gonna go play the beta ladder. <laughs> You know, I love that voice. Anyway, uh, comic books. I get talked to a lot by somebody who's I'm about to read their email in a few minutes. Yeah, uh, and he's always pushing like the Kelvin timeline comics, which I've no. read a little bit of, and actually no. aren't that bad. I know that data, like that's how they bring back data and shit. Like I don't know about that shit. I didn't get that far. Well, when we get to 2009, we could spend an entire show on the uh, the viral marketing campaign of oh, that yeah. movie that... and how like it tells basically a better story than the <laughs> the movie itself um as a follow up do you think it's even possible to recreate what makes star trek special outside of the film or tv medium uh yeah yeah i definitely think it is i it's... think um if you even just read the scripts of some of mm-hmm. the tv episodes they work as great fiction on their own yeah if They're just well have, written. Yeah, if you just have well written stuff, you can make right. something great. I feel like in a modern setting of gaming, where like there's so many choices for games that aren't just like bang bang shoot 'em ups mm-hmm. or hop and bops. Yeah, hop and bops. Uh, platformers. <laughs> I feel like they might be called. Yeah, um, they're platformers. <laughs> hop and bops. Hop it. Bop it. Platform it. <laughs> Sock and boppers. Sock and boppers. More fun than a Star Trek Killing episode. yourself. <laughs> well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I don't know. That could be pretty <laughs> it fun. It could be super fun for all we know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, like, maybe if, like, what the fuck, Telltale Games made, like, yeah, a Star Trek game? Yeah, maybe Yeah, that's cool. That would or, be cool. like... Uh, there was some sort of like point and they did like a more modern point and click type thing. Yeah. Because all the Star Trek point and click games were really fun. 
Yeah, and you could you could do it. I played Armada and Armada Two. Those were like RTSs, and yeah. they were super fun. Star Trek does RTS really well. And it's, I mean, it's there's cool some pretty Starcraft. Good, yeah, there's some pretty good storylines in those games too. Yeah, yeah. There's the second one. You go to the Delta Quadrant and fight the Borg, and you, and Picard's in it. Like John or. Uh, yeah, I'm calling him by his name. Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> Jean-Luc Picard, you know, the guy who plays Jean-Luc Picard, <laughs> uh, is in it, and it's great. Like, it's really cool. Yeah, so I think it's super possible. Yeah, I agree. Um, thanks again. I'm looking forward to uh, to hearing you two tear into Into Darkness, or just listening to you scream for two hours. Dude, that's going to be longer than two hours. Holy <laughs> That's going to be a part one, part two episode. It's going to be a bloodbath. Our next episode is from uh, Vince Pavey. Vince. Who is the comic book guy I was talking about in the last question. Way to set it up. Good job. I know what I'm doing on this podcast. You shit. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, He says, hi, Jeff. Hi, Josh. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Do you think Insurrection would have been better if it had followed suit with First Contact and and somehow had an A plot and a B plot take place in different locations... Rather than giving everyone, and by that I mean Picard and Data, motivations to be in one basic plot on the planet's surface. Yeah, we kind of talked about that in the show, um, but there, yeah. There is a B-plot, but it only starts halfway through the movie, It's like it, it's right. completely pointless for the it's most like, part. It's like there's an A-plot and an A.5 plot. Yeah. Like, they're, they're not completely separate from one another, and... Like I said in the show, like they're they're not interesting at the same time. Like one of them is interesting, and then the other one gets interesting while the other suffers. Yeah, yeah it's it's not. It good. takes the interesting part of the a plot and puts it into a b plot. Right. It's exactly. It switches them around, which is fucked up. Because yeah. like they should be both equally interesting. That's how that should That's be. That's how an A-plot and B-plot works, or else you're just right. dreading the next plot point right. to come up. It, right, like in Lord of the Rings, like, I know it's like, they're great movies. I love Lord of the Rings, but like, whenever they cut back to Frodo, a lot of times I'm like, oh god. A like, lot of the Frodo bits in those movies are extremely similar to the last one. Yeah. When something long. new happens in the Frodo part, it's always great. But right, right. Sometimes that doesn't happen for a long time. Right. Sometimes you have to sit through like like uh like all, any of the Hobbit storylines, honestly, aren't aren't as strong in, yeah. in my opinion. See, I would say like cutting back to Frodo and Sam is isn't my problem. It's when it like cuts to like Pippin and Mary. Pippin, when they're with the trees, it, yeah. it's kinda boring. Like I don't give a shit about that. It like, takes a long Sam time. Sam is probably like my favorite character in the movie, so I'm yeah. happy to see him. But I don't yeah. give a fuck about Pippin and Mary. Right. Uh, anyway, personally, I think they could have made it better by just not making the Baku boring as fuck. Zephram, Cochran, and Lily—they ain't. Right. Agreed. You can't introduce all these characters into a movie and have them all be blank ass milk toast slates. <laughs> yeah. Like, these yeah. people are fucking mayonnaise on white bread. Yeah, these. this is the... I don't give one fuck, barely, about these people in this movie. I hate the Baku, honestly. They're, they're like, a pain in the dick. Like, the Federation, like, has to deal with this, honestly. Yeah. And their planet is cursed as fuck, because they live forever. They're, they're like vampires. It's good. It's good that they live forever. 
it, they're, they've gotten really fucking stupid over 300 years, that's for sure. You know what is a fun fact? Is if, <laughs> like, they would have just mentioned anything about the kids leaving the planet. Yeah. Anything. Like, there was a million opportunities while Picard was trying to get his dick wet to be right. like, yeah, there used to be all these children who left for the stars. They didn't... Understand right. our way, like, like not everybody don't. followed, like not everybody agreed with this way yeah. of life, you know. But uh, they don't do that, no. and they just chase their ass around for two hours. Yeah, the the movie suffers hard. <laughs> also, have you noticed how your boobs have started to firm up? Not that we care about such things in this day and age. All the best, Vince Pavey. That's fucking great. That was a great email. <laughs> Thanks for writing in, Vince. I'll see you later. <laughs> Our next email is from Chris Pittman. Pittman. Who says, hey, Jeff, and other guy. Hi. Aww. His <laughs> name's Josh. <laughs> you guys are always just ignoring him. <laughs> uh, you guys talked about how you love the Borg Queen as a Star Trek villain, and I have to agree. And I yeah. think Star Trek is special because the show sets up rules that make villains harder to take down. You can't usually just kill them. Yes. Uh, so to you guys, what do you think is the best villain in the canon, and what do you think makes a great Star Trek villain? Oh, uh, that's a really fucking good question. It really is. It's a tough question, too. It's super hard to nail down exactly why. Um, all I know is what doesn't work, right? Like, like villains who are one-offs typically are terrible. And Star yeah. Trek is the only very reason, guilty of this. The only reason that Khan works so well as a villain is because he had an episode right. set up. He was he had a history like that. He yeah, and you like you you know even if you're not a Star Trek fan, he wants revenge, which works great. Yeah. Um, villains in Star Trek can be circumstance though. Like uh, in four, the there's no villain. Villain is time, right? Yeah. Villain is we need to get back in time. Uh. I guess the probe could be the villain, but the probe is just an th inanimate thing, as far as we know. It's just mm -hmm. a thing. But what doesn't work is when you uh, just, like, jury-rig jerry rig a fucking villain, like the new con. Um, really, the best Star Trek villain to me is probably Gul Dukat. He is at least fucking to a hateable. Point. He is hateable. Hateable. Yeah, but he's also super charismatic and charming. He is. I agree. I think he's one. He might be the best Star Trek villain uh, to a point. There's a point when his yeah. character goes completely off the fucking rails. Literally, he goes completely. Yeah. yeah, he gets crazy. And I mean, when he's crazy at the beginning, that's like heartbreaking or whatever. This is slightly yeah. spoilers, but then he goes like legitimately, like, terrible writing crazy. Yeah, he gets multiple personalities. <laughs> yeah, he gets completely yeah. fucking flanderized into yeah, a terrible yeah. character, but he's for a long time, he is, like, the best Star Trek villain. Yeah, he's he's really good as a villain. Um, uh, Wayun is also a really Wayun, great villain. DS9 Wayun, knocks yeah. it out the park with villains. Yeah, DS9 is, uh, is great. Um, I wish I could remember the name of the recurring Romulan villain from TNG. Oh, Admiral... Fuck. What's his fuck? Mike knows it. He always... He loves those episodes. We talked about one of those on uh, Syndication Station once. Yeah, R.I.P. Rip. Rip. <laughs> yeah, Ad Admiral Sotek or something like that. I don't fucking know. I wish I remembered. 
But, but he's he's like fucking amazing too. Is why yeah. I can't, and it sucks that I can't remember. And then there's that villain that I really enjoyed because I understood his motivation. Uh, fucking Admiral Jarek, I think is Jarek. That might be right. Yeah, Aladair Jarek. I'm trying to think of the Ferengi who Picard killed his son. Yeah, I don't know his name. I don't because that was a great episode. Yeah, that's and it a actually good made like the Ferengi seem like a little threatening for once. Yeah, yeah. The I think the best, honestly, the best Star Trek villain is Circumstance. Like, oh yeah, being Space in a posi- right, being in a position where you have to survive, or like, or like bigger, bigger issues being the villain, like preventing a war, or like starting a war. You know, and it, those are the yeah. best villains. Um, it's, it works like real life in that you. A lot of times in real life, you can't just point out a villain. Right, you can't blame somebody. Circumstance, right? What led to that? It's a it's a million different things happening that led to that point. Yeah. Uh, I hopefully hate, that answered. I hate the one off shit. I yeah. fucking hate what's his name from two thousand and nine. That character sucks fucking dicks. What's oh uh Nero Nero also they yeah. named him fucking Nero like wow way to way to go because <laughs> like, Rome because because Ro- Romulus because get it get it you guys get it yet it's fucking it's like Earth but but spacemen get it's, it Nero he was crazy and that's a thing about history I know I read it once on a Wikipedia I don't like any of the. Star Trek villains from the JJ verse. They're stupid. Even uh what's his name, who I love, um from oh, three. Oh from Beyond. Uh what's his real name? Fuck. The British guy. He's Hardcastle. Be- <laughs> Hard- I, don't rem- I don't remember his name actually. Fuck. Oh L- fuck. Oh Luther was the name of his character. Yeah, he's like that. Yeah, that 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 was a stretch. Like that whole. Why thing can't is... I fucking remember his name? Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah he's fucking you. amazing. Yeah, he's great. He's phenomenal. And he as does an actor. the best he can with that character, but the character's still dumb as fuck. It's a. It's just a lame. It's the lamest part of Beyond, and I actually like Beyond. So we're gonna. We're I, gonna there's gonna there. be butted, <laughs> butting heads. I can't wait for it. But um, can't polish a turret, Jeff. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> Just like this you can't, podcast. You can't polish a turd, but you can grow a beautiful flower out of it. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. I'll uh, accept that. Sign, that email was signed Chris Pittman and had, P.S. I like Jeff better because he interacts with me on Twitter. Damn. That's, Do you talk you, to me on Twitter, Pittman? You can't just fucking call somebody out like that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, you, I don't think anyone's named Pittman has ever tweeted at me, so I don't know. I, I don't know. It's Don't blame me for your fear of tweeting at me. <laughs> I'm not part of this. Some people are just responding to the fact that I'm always talking about how nobody gives a shit about me. I do. I'm, I, glad, I'm glad you do. I care. I'm like Luke Skywalker. I care. I care. I love you. <laughs> Kiss me. <laughs> Our next email is from John Carberry. Nice. I think I know him. I, know I think you do know him, as a matter yeah, of fact. John. He says, uh, hey guys, first off, I just wanted to say I love the First Contact episode. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) First Contact was easily one of my favorite movies as a kid. I even owned the special edition VHS of it. (laughs) That's 
<laughs> that is special. It's it's a special edition, all right, because it's special to you. <laughs> Listening to the show got me to sit down and watch the film again, and it was so great to see the film hold up in almost every way. Yeah. In fact, I even found myself shedding a tear at the end when Zephyrin Cochran shook hands with the Vulcan. Nice. Star Trek has always presented a future to aspire to for me, and seeing Zeph break bread with an alien visitor during these ever-divisive times made me emotional and reminded me that we still have to strive for a future like that and to try Mm -hmm. to better ourselves, as Captain Picard says. You fucking get it, John. You get it. John knows. Smart guy. (laughs) Uh, M-Class Podcast has really gotten me back into Trek. I grew up around it as my granny was a huge fan and always had it on. He's Irish, so he says granny. Oh, old gran. Old (laughs) gray-gran. Over the years, it kind of slipped out of my watching habits, and thanks to lines like, you just need a butt to do anal, it's back into my wheelhouse. (laughs) I don't remember who said that. I don't either, but it's beautiful. (laughs) It sounds sounds like maybe something I would say, but I have no memory of this. I, I don't remember. I think it was you. I do think it was you. It sounds like me. I do take issue with you claiming to have the most Irish Star Trek show, though, as M-Class isn't even the most Irish show that Josh has appeared on, as he's been on Sidecast with yours truly, who yeah. is so Irish I have a massive inferiority complex that manifests, manifests itself in sarcasm towards the achievements of others, when really I should be happy for them. Basically, I'm from Ireland, and that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, he is very Irish. Well, He's, guys, oh, go ahead. You're no, gonna... no, he says things that I don't know what they are, which is super Irish. Like, <laughs> like he's speaking English, but I'm like, I don't know what that is. That's super British in any way, like the yeah. whole British Isles. Yeah, they come up with the, the whole. Every British person comes up with new slang terms every two years. They do it so that we don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's, it's smart, code. really. It's real smart. Well, guys, keep up the keep the episodes coming, as it's a blast to listen in. Also, Josh, next time you come to hang out on Sidecast, bring Jeff. We can engage in another never-ending DS9 conversation. They I would usually love happen to. every two episodes. I would love it. Let's do it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Just uh, just tell us when. Yeah, man. Thanks All for the emailing best, us. John. Yeah, Thank you, John. It's good to hear from you, John. And Sidecast rules. Everyone should go listen to yeah, it. Yeah, go listen to Sidecast. Maybe we'll be on it. Do it. Maybe I the, maybe the next time so. you listen in, we'll be on it. Maybe. <laughs> Our next email yeah, 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 yeah. is from Colin Brady. Yeah, I know him, too. Oh, God, you know everybody. I just know him from the internet, though. I don't oh, really know okay. him. Okay, <laughs> it's, I don't really fucking know him. Ugh. I just know the name. Disgusting. Puh. 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 <laughs> hey, guys, it's your boy who can't stick the landing to his emails. Nice. My question today is about everyone's favorite character, Wesley Crusher. Oh, boy. Yeah, everybody fucking loves him. Yeah. (laughs) Before I started watching TNG, I had heard complaint after complaint about Wesley Crusher being an annoying little shit who added nothing to the show. However, when I watched it, I was binge-watching it on Netflix. Uh Uh-huh. So I was flying through a whole season every week or two. As a result, Wesley was gone from the show pretty soon, and any episodes with him being a whiny little bitch were replaced by a new episode immediately after. Do you think the advent of streaming services like Netflix actually help characters like Wesley because viewers aren't forced to linger on how much of a piece of shit they are for weeks at a time before <laughs> seeing a new episode? It only works if you have a, a character like Wesley Crusher who isn't in every episode. Yeah. 
If he was in every single episode as like a yeah, major part, Jesus. it would be horrible. Also, Wesley Crusher, the character, is infinitely superior to Will Wheaton, the character, meaning <laughs> Will Wheaton, the made-up <laughs> puppet that he is in real Jesus life. Jesus Christ. Wesley Crusher is horribly annoying because he's surrounded by all these characters that are far more interesting than him. Right. But and Gene Roddenberry is, like, obsessed with self-inserting. Yeah. So Gene Wesley Roddenberry invented Wesley Crusher, and he forced him into every episode as the main part. Yeah. And the whole time I'm watching, all I'm thinking is, man, I would really love to be focusing on literally any other character. Yeah, this... fucking, like, Guinan episode? I don't care. (laughs) This fucking spaceship seems pretty cool. Too but I have to watch this 16-year-old jerk-off fuck everything up every couple episodes. Yeah. I feel like you bring up a good point in that you don't have to, like, that's not all you get for the week. Right. Like, when I was a kid, and an episode came on, and Wesley Crusher was on it and shit. It sucked. That's all I got for the week. Yeah, you had to wait till next Saturday. Which is yeah. fucked. Which is a long time when you're, like, nine. <laughs> yeah, that's a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point, too. I, I, I think, though, like... Any any lesser show would have that character on it all the time, in some capacity, but Star Trek's not like that. Yeah. It's just a great show. Uh, it's like Star Trek like had these like uh, I don't I don't know how to describe it. Like it had these like it was just a lightning in a bottle. Like it just worked. I don't know how else to explain it. As soon it. as Wesley was gone, it worked a hell of a lot better. Yeah, the the they got rid of the piston that was not functioning properly. Yeah, they like replaced it. They had lightning in a bottle, and Wesley Crusher was the fucking cork. When they got rid of him, right. they released, they unleashed it. Onto unleashed the world. that lightning. <laughs> that sounds so badass. Yeah. Also, is Jeff blocked by Will Wheaton on Twitter? I know Josh is. Thanks for I all am. you do, Colin Brady. Thank you. Uh, Are I don't you blocked? Know. Let me find out. I don't know if I still am. I'm assuming I'm I am. Go to Twitter. Uh, I've I've I used to tweet like really crazy shit. Uh, to Will, Will Wheaton. Wheaton. Let's see. I'm uh, totally no. blocked. Oh, shit, I'm not. Alright, tweet to Will Wheaton. At Will Wheaton, go fuck yourself, <laughs> you tiny dick prick. All that right. might work. Tweet. Oh, P.S. You're so shitty on the new MST3K. I, f- I feel a little bad that I sent that, because, you know, I don't Look know at, this man, but fuck it. Just- <laughs> You'll just get blocked, and your life will be better anyway. I just uh, had to make sure. Dude. Uh, Our last email... Oh, sweet. ...is from Donovan Knowles. Nice name. Who says, Hello, Josh, who I've followed since Continue, and Hi. Jeff, who I know I could trust because you have a beard. There it is. How's it going? <laughs> Hello. Uh, Since I finally noticed that this podcast was on iTunes, I can listen to them and not put it off. (laughs) Excellent. Cool. Uh, I've also actually never watched a Star Trek movie, though I'm pretty sure my parents brought me to Insurrection as a kid, but all I remember is Picard walking through the Windows XP desktop. (laughs) Wait, what? What part is that? I don't know. The Windows XP desktop. I don't remember that part. Maybe it's when they're like running through the hills. 
Uh, oh, okay. All right. Maybe that's what he's... Okay. Right. I, I got you. I got you. Anyways, fun podcast, and I'm looking forward to you two ripping into the new movies. You guys oh, also man. hate Will Wheaton more than I do since you've been personally victimized by him, so that's just frosting <laughs> on the cake. Personally victimized. <laughs> I went... Did I ever tell you uh, I went to New York Comic Con like in 2000 and I don't even know, 12 or some shit, and uh, we got like these like VIP passes because we like knew the guy who like ran it or whatever and like he took us around to meet like all these celebrities and like we met like sarah gene underwood and we met a bunch of porn stars and uh sounds good sounds good and he was like do you guys want to go meet will wheaton and it was like me and nick and and like we looked at each other and and nick was like that's not a good idea (laughs) and i was like yeah i don't think that's a great idea (laughs) Uh. (laughs) fun fact for josh i'm also the guy who runs the out of context fantasy fiction blog on tumblr oh that's cool which i think neatly segs into my next question Uh when you two mutually fire each other (laughs) will that be when mike sadorf rises from the ashes or at least is released from wherever josh was keeping him in that one episode he he's in a bottle in my living room. He's like a genie, and he owes me one last wish. He does look like a genie. He does. I will say that he does, <laughs> especially when he sculpts that beard. Man, that's a genie beard. It's true. That's a beard of a gin. He a is gin. a gin. A gin. That's man. their word. You can't say that word. <laughs> How many genies are left? <laughs> Probably like two. Mike Sadorf and somebody out somebody there. Somebody else. Double, anyways. I hope this email isn't lost in the deluge of other ones you get. <laughs> so passive aggressive. I love it. That's it. We, that's all the emails we got. I read that's them the all. That's the most passive aggressive ending <laughs> to an email. Dude, emails are the most passive aggressive form of communication, and that kid just up the ante of passive aggressiveness. Boom. Uh, thanks for writing in. Thank you. I, I guess when we mutually fire each other, Mike Sadorf will rise from the grave. Sure. I mean,. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> I think if anybody's going to get fired from this podcast, it's going to be me. I don't think anybody's going to get fired from anything. Josh, once we get to fucking Star Trek Beyond, Josh is going to be like, that's it! No, if You're we done. survive Into Darkness, we're good. It's in like it's darkness, like in a marriage. Like if same... you can survive a really bad fight, <laughs> you're you're good. In the darkness, we're gonna be on the same page. I know. Star Trek Beyond is when we're gonna be on slightly opposing sides. But it's gonna be like we went to war. Like it's gonna be like we have to watch a horrible. I'd rather yeah. watch Schindler's fucking List, which is maybe one of the greatest movies ever made. Yeah, it's an amazing movie. Right. I was about but, to say, but it's you... it's fucking sad. Yeah, it's unbelievably it's depressing. It's like it'll fuck your whole week up sad. I would rather watch that and fuck my whole week up than watch Into Darkness and fuck my 2 hours up. Fuck your whole life up. Dude, fuck that. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll we'll have been in the trenches together at that point. It's it's war, man. We've been covering each other in the foxhole at that yeah. point. Covering each other's foxholes, if you know what I'm saying. Kissing in the... Don't ask, don't tell. Don't ask... Do ask, do tell. Do maybe. ask, fuck me, please. That's what it should be. <laughs> you know what? If you would like to have your email read on the air on M-Class Podcast that goes out to over 50 planets in the Federation... Whoa, that's pretty good. 
It's it's like one percent probably. Well, they have it's like thirty three point three percent because they're over a hundred and fifty. There you go. We're doing pretty well. We're getting out there. A third is not bad. If you want your email read on the show, then you can send it to mclassemail at gmail dot com. Write it down. Send us emails. Don't send it to mclasspodcast. Yeah, someone took com. that shit. mclassemail at gmail dot com. And also, if you'd like to just talk to us directly, you can do it on Twitter. At, hey, don't uh, be afraid of me. At M Class Podcast. Don't fear Josh. He he's scary on the outside, but on the inside, he's he's full of love. I just play a mean person on TV. On on, on the TV box. I'm not mean. People think no. I'm mean. Josh I'm mean if you're mean guy. to me, I'll be mean to you. Yeah, if but... you're a dickhead, Josh will tell you. Yeah. I don't got time for not telling you how many you're a dick. I'm a, I'm also a redhead, so fuck off. It's fire, fire in the head, fire in the butt, right? Fire in on the head. Don't fuck with me. That's what they say. It's red in the head, fire in the bed. I always said fiery on the head, fiery in the bed. Yeah, he fucks real good. <laughs> real good. Real good. Real good. Hey, ladies, I fucks real good. Have you heard about it? Have you heard about it? Just ask all the broads down on Broad Street. Or, that's why they call it that, because of all the titties. They, they call it that because they got a lot of vaginas there. They got, like, a big old pussies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that a thing that they said? Large they vaginas is what they have there. That's They're fine. so big. They gotta be big for me, you know what I'm saying? Big for me is small for for me, what? <laughs> help. This has gone too far. I'm having a stroke. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone way too far. It's going off uh, the rails. I would like to thank the Academy. <laughs> now, I'd like to thank all you guys for listening. Yeah, uh, thank we you. don't have a, a big follow followership because Josh doesn't talk about this on any of his popular things. I try to. <laughs> it's hard to get it in. I uh, know. I okay, talked about Josh. it on. Uh, the continue quest episodes sometimes because Paul was watching Star Trek. He's watching he do, but he's doing it like the the cheater way where Who? he has like a guide and it Who's tells him Paul. Uh, <laughs> he's like some like Indian kid that I do a show with or whatever the hell he is. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no one famous is ever going to be on this podcast. By the way, people Not- keep asking me that. Oh, who who would be famous? Who's, People keep asking famous? me like, when's Will Wheaton gonna be on your podcast? Oh. Or like, when when are you gonna get a celebrity guest? When is when I would are Paul or to. Nick gonna be on the podcast? Oh, they would be on it. They would do it. Paul would definitely do it. Well, maybe one day. Maybe we Mike can, will come back one day. We can we'll, have we'll, him on. We'll have to wait for Paul when he um get when we do the episodes because he's like a tng guy he likes yeah, TNG. that'll be a long fucking time from yeah. now unless we start doing like alternating that like, might be a good idea we could do a couple episodes of tos and then go to whatever you know like we, we could, could just do, do like every week we could just alternate right we could do that yeah that might we, get confusing might but. mix it up a little bit the the episode titles are the title of the episode, and I could just put like M Class Podcast TNG, yeah, like how we do it for continue when we play like a Nintendo game. We put like NES, right? Yeah. yeah, we might do that 
look out for that, everybody. Look out. It's coming to you tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> don't, for, don't forget about No Context M Class's uh, big giveaway. Yeah, enter it. Right? Yeah. Do a fun... Make a thing. Make a fucking thing. Enter that shit. Also, um, I don't know. Watch Continue. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Listen to the Rider Club Radio. Yeah, like, dude, definitely do those things. Do like both Tokusatsu and shit. Was you that the cartoon maze? It's it's called Hentai Dad, <laughs> and it's art. Let's just repeat our tweets from three days ago. <laughs> That's basically like the material that I. Yeah, that is our podcast. Um, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, everybody, and we'll see you on the next one. See you then. Bye. Bye.